0: And we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and you're watching and/or listening to ABL Live. Thank y'all for joining me tonight. You could be almost anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me live on the show, and I appreciate y'all for that. We got a whole lot going on all over the internets, all over mainstream media, social media, everywhere, and I don't know where to start. First of all, uh, Bud Light, Budweiser, trying to stop the bleeding, trying to go back the other direction after all the the hubbub over what's been happening lately we'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later also crime in new york city is out of control the da out there in manhattan alvin bragg is not helping matters but they want to unveil new technology to try and fight the crime will it work you can fight crime, but how are you going to keep anybody locked up with a super woke DA like Alvin Bragg? We'll talk about that in a minute. Also, there have been quite a few shootings across the country as there normally are. There's there's gang violence. There's people just getting into random uh, trouble. There's mistaken identity. There's all types of things that happen, but there are two I want to speak about today, and that's the shooting in Alabama near... I believe Montgomery, and also one in Kansas City. These shootings involve black victims, but they're treated much differently by the media, and I'll give you one guess why. Shout out to Team DeSantis for releasing a hilarious commercial that, focus on, that focuses on the LGBTQ, p infiltration of women's sports. We'll talk about all those things and more on tonight's episode of ABL Live. And I thank y'all for being here yet again. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these internets. If you enjoy what you are hearing thus far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. We got a whole lot going on. Yes, the subscribers are going on. I'm Michael Crislow. We're at 993,000 subs on the channel and we should get to 1 million. I think I estimated by the way my channel is going right now. I estimated that I'd be at a million by the beginning of May, May 1st, right around then. So it could be the end of this month, beginning of next month, but I'll be at a million very soon. And I could not do it without y'all. So I thank y'all for being here and being the best audience anywhere on the internet. I owe it all to y'all. So thank y'all. Thank y'all. I most certainly appreciate you. And we got a whole lot to get through today. You know, I'm doing more videos than I normally do. I made an effort to put out like one more per day and maybe start doing videos on Sunday. I just want to be able to get more content out to keep the engagement going. I know how things are on the the internet nowadays. Everybody wants to short videos and they want more of it. They just want, I just got to keep feeding the beast. So that's my effort that I'm kind of doing right now. So you guys will see a lot more of me. Um, I think I'll be putting out an extra video every day on the days that I normally post, maybe even on Sunday. And the only days I wouldn't put out an extra video would be the days I go live. So, for example, today I put out to my 1230 and five o'clock. And then now here I'm at eight o'clock doing a live stream. So if I'm not doing a live stream, you may see another video right here in this time slot, a pre-recorded video about whatever's going on. I already got a few in the can right now. Um, I'm going to talk about Vimic, um, Y'all know I'm talking about Vimic Swami. I know I'm butchering his name. Now, I apologize. Shout out to India. But y'all know I'm talking about Vivek, the guy running for president. He had a little bit of back and forth with Don Lemon. I'll do a video on that. I've not seen that entire video, but I'm going to watch it and kind of react to it. But I got quite a few more things in the can. And before we get to anything else, shout out to my sponsors. Shout out to PatriotPost.us, your best source of news and information anywhere on these internets. Their link will be in the description box. Y'all please check them out. Go over there. Subscribe to the website. Follow the website, read everything on there, and tell them that ABL sent you. Also, go to my regular merch site, ablmerch.com. That is A-B-L-M-E-R-C-H dot C-O-M. We got hats, t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, mugs, and more right there on the website. Again, ablmerch.com. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Also, go to my website, anthonyblogan.com. That's where I put all my recent videos and all my contact information. When you go to the front page of anthonyblogan.com. That is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, the letter B-L-O-G-A-N. You can find every uh, video that I produce here with an article to match. So if you're ever wondering where I got a particular information from, where did I get this source, where did I get that source? It'll all be right there on the front page of the website, on the corresponding article that links to a recent video again, AnthonyBlogan.com. Go to the front page, you'll see everything that I'm talking about right there on the front. Once you go to AnthonyBlogan.com forward slash contact again, it's Anthony B as in boy, L O G A N Logan.com forward slash contact. You can find my email address, my SnapML address, meaning my UPS box, my Facebook, Twitter, Instagram links will be right there. All my contact information will be right there. And of course, that leads me into my disclaimer about the YouTube page and everywhere else as well. Not only YouTube, but Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Um, I've t- I've taken some steps to try and reduce the impersonation. I've paid for the verification on Facebook and Instagram. I'm not really trying to be some kind of blue check guy trying to get clout. I don't really need that. I'm not that kind of person, you know. Um, uh, I'm not even that guy, that kind of guy, but. I want you to pay attention. So on YouTube, if I post a video and you comment on the video and then there are replies to your comment on my video and it looks something like, hey, contact this number uh, to contact ABL on WhatsApp or Instagram or some random thing. It's not me. I would never contact you on my YouTube page through a comment talking about contact me. If you want to contact me, all my info is right on my website. If it's not on my website, it's not me. So please, please, please don't be fooled. Don't get scammed. 2023, don't get scammed. Same thing with Instagram. If you follow me on Instagram and then there's a page that looks like me that is DMing you, it's not me. I don't DM anybody on Instagram. Furthermore, I'm not going to DM you asking about uh, money or anything like that. So it's not me. And again, I've paid for the verification on Facebook and Instagram. So if you're on Instagram, I have the little blue check beside my name. If the person in in your DMs, first of all, I'm not going to be there anyway, but an easy way to check would be to see the little verification somewhere right there. I have it on YouTube naturally because I have a lot of subs and I paid for it on Instagram and Facebook just to reduce the scamming because I get emails every single day. Hey, ABL, is this you? I'm going to block this page. I pro- And in Instagram, I, I might get 10 DMs a day asking if this particular page is me. But now that's been reduced because I paid for the verification. So shout out to Mark Zuckerberg for making that happen. <laughs> I mean, shout out to him for making it happen. And, and, you know, uh, I was hearing about Twitter before Elon came in, before they gave everybody the option to pay verification, and I paid for it on um, Twitter, too, the verification. So I, I paid for verification on, verification on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. But before you were able to pay for it on Twitter, some guys were having to go through back channels, and they were paying ridiculous amounts of money. On Twitter, it's $8 for the verification. If you go back two years ago, you had guys on that worked for Twitter that were doing backdoor deals, selling blue checks for like $15,000, $20,000, 20,000 US dollars for a blue check. Ridiculous stuff. But, and then also some guys would have a normal blue check because they happen to be some uh, important person. And then they would get off of Twitter and sell their account, but the account would still have the blue check on it. I think the guy, uh, Zach Morris, not the actual actor, but Zach Morris that was involved with some kind of crypto scam or something like that. I don't know the full story. Y'all let, y'all let me know in the comments what happened. But the guy, Zach Morris, had a verified account before you could pay for it because he was able to acquire that account from someone else who already had the blue check. All he did was just change the, the handle and the name to make it be him. You, you see what I'm saying? So it was all kind of ways to kind of skirt around that system. But that is no longer. So shout out to Elon Musk. Shout out to all the big tech overlords. Hopefully they don't take us over any anytime soon. But but that's that. Oh, <laughs> the, the sage says, hi, I'm ABL using a different account. I have a Bitcoin offer for you. <laughs> that will never be me. Hey, like I said before, many times before, I don't know anything about Bitcoin or um, Forex. I, I don't know about it. So if you're ever confused, this is me talking to you. Talking to you right now. I will never, ever, 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 ever contact you about contacting me. Especially about some type of thing that I don't know anything about. But anyway, I digress. We got quite a few things on deck for today. Um, Not that Zach Morris from say by the Bell. But it was a person, a social media entrepreneur, uh, entre- not an entrepreneur, an influencer who was using that name. Y'all remember that? The whole thing with the... Um, Hold on. It was a a documentary about this. Um, What was that? I I can't remember. It was something. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But it was a whole big scam that happened. And then that person that was using that name uh, was in the middle of it. But anyway, we got quite a few things on deck, quite a few topics on deck for tonight. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. I want to speak momentarily about artificial intelligence. Um, AI is getting out of control. Well, really, it's out of control. It's already here. Um, so I was listening to some, I was, I was, you know, on my social media kind of browsing around and I've, I heard some songs. I heard two songs. Uh, one was Drake in the weekend and one was just Drake by himself. The songs sound just like Drake, just like The Weeknd. And it's to the point where people were reciting the lyrics. Like, it, it kind of went viral. It was like, it was a real song that had debuted from these artists. But it was not real. It was fake. It was AI. And it's to the point now where you have record labels intervening. Let me see if I could find an article about this. Uh, I might even do a video about this, actually. Yeah, so... Somebody actually put the song on Spotify and Apple and it got removed. It got copyright claimed because the music industry are very serious. It doesn't matter if it's not actually them. It doesn't matter if they don't own the rights to their song. They own their rights to their voice or the label does at least. Let me just pull this up right quick. So Drake and the weekend AI song pulled from Spotify and Apple. Now, the song sounds just like them. I mean, identical. You couldn't really tell. If you're just a common listener, you're in your car, and you listen to the radio, um, you would think that it was them. And again, it went viral. People were loving the song. The average Norman who's not really aware of artificial intelligence would not even know that it wasn't them. But it was not them. It was something that a fan had made. Not even... Some kind of big brain rocket scientist company, just a fan, made this. They made a beat and then they made lyrics and then the AI filled it in with their voice. Now, the music industry was successfully able to get it blocked. They filed a copyright claim. Like I said, it's not them, but it is them. Music industry is pretty deep like that. Um, do you guys remember the song? Um, thank you, uh, E-Break Kid. I remember that the the pump and dump scam. That's what Zach Morris did, but let me get back on track. Yeah, I think Zach Morris, the, the um, social media guy, what, what was it, the AMC and all of that? Anyway, I don't want to get off track. Let me get back. So um, there was a song by Omarion, the singer, called Icebox. Y'all ever heard that song? Icebox Where My Heart Used To Be. Now, there's a certain part of the song where it, where it says, I'm so cold, I'm so cold. That sounds like Timberland, but it's not Timberland. Yet and still, the label was able to sue whoever was responsible for that track for using Timberland's voice likeness, and they won. So they get paid, I guess you would say, royalties from that. Although it's not him, it sounds like him. You see what I'm saying? So... The same thing applies here. It's not them, but it sounds like them. So you can get sued for doing this. Um, if the song pops up on any platform, they can pull it and say copyright infringement because it's not them. It's not their original work, but you're using their voice likeness. That's how that works. So these things already have precedent, but there's going to be a lot more things that don't have precedent. We're not ready. We, we are not ready for artificial intelligence at all at all. I mean, and you know, you know, the biggest thing for me is some of the pictures that have come out from AI. Some of these pictures are just totally fake. Like there was a picture of the Pope that went viral, uh, but it was not the Pope. It was clearly fake, um, but people couldn't even really tell. Let me see if I can find the, uh, Oh, here it is. All right. So this picture you see this right here? This picture of the Pope is fake. All right. So this is from Wall Street Journal. It said paparazzi photos were discouraged of celebrities. Now it's AI. So there were a few pictures just like this um, in this outfit featuring the Pope. They went viral, although it's clearly not real. I mean, this chain, where's the other part of the chain? His hands, he has like two or three fingers. Yeah, like this This whole thing is a mess. We're, we're not prepared for AI if people can't tell that this is fake. Because we're just in the beginning stages of AI. We're in the very beginning of it. We're not even, we're, we're nowhere near the end. We're at the very start of AI. Think about it like this. Put it, put it to you this way. Technology, when technology advances, you can't, the, the beginning stages look amateur at best compared to the late stages. Here's an example. Um, The Nintendo, the first Nintendo that came out. Matter of fact, yeah, let's, let's say the first Nintendo. I don't want to go, go back to the Atari. The very first Nintendo in the 80s that came out, compare those graphics to what you can see right now on the PlayStation, what's that, PlayStation 5, the new Xbox or PC gaming. Think about how realistic things look right now compared to what they were back in the 80s with video games. That's only about, what, 30 or 40 years? AI is accelerating at a much faster pace. Much faster pace. You're going to have fake pictures, fake songs, anything anything that can be created by AI is 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 going to be there and we're not going to be able to tell the difference at a certain point. We're not going to tell the difference. You know, it's just what what do you do? And then we already have um CGI and they are making like there's some movies that are out. What was a movie called? The Irishman with uh Robert De Niro, you know, all the mafia movie guys. I think Al Pacino might have been in it. It might have had Joe Pesci in it. You know the Goodfellas, Casino, uh, all these guys. Right. The movie came out recently, and they these guys are old now. I think Robert De Niro's got to be eighty years old. Let me see. If, let me see how old he is actually. Uh, how old is Robert De Niro? Seventy nine. He'll be eighty in August. Okay. So these guys are old. I think Al Pacino's like eighty two or something. Eighty two. Yep. He'll be eighty three in a few days, April twenty fifth. These guys are old, so obviously, once you get to be in your eighties, you're not gonna look the same as you did in your forties or fifties. Even what they did was they used CGI to make themselves to make the to make them look younger. Obviously, there were some issues with the with the CGI. It looked kind of weird. It looked kind of wonky. Their face didn't look right. But it's gonna get to a point where it'll look just the way they were back in the casino days. Back in the, um, in the in the in the in the days of, in, the, in the early 90s and 80s, they look just the same as it did at the beginning of their career, and then it's going to get to the point where you won't need the actual people at all. You could just make movies that's full CGI that looks just like reality, and you can't tell the difference. And really, we are kind of already right there because when you watch movies. When you're watching a lot of these high fantasy, um, high action movies, a lot of it is thrown in front of a green screen. The The actors are responding to things aren't really there. They're responding to just random objects and not responding to what you see on the screen. A lot of it is green screen. Even things that are kind of basic. A train ride. Matter of fact, hold on. There was one thing I saw that was kind of like ridiculous. I'm like, really? <laughs> I like, I mean, why even make this? Why why even do that? I, I gotta find that particular clip. Like there was a um there was a movie where they had a train ride. The 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 shot was a train ride and um it was like mostly fake. It was green screen and stuff like that. It's like why you gotta um green screen. A train. I don't understand. They, they have trains that exist. Why you got the green screen? That, but that's the way things are nowadays. To save on budget, to save, to make just to make things easier. That's kind of how it is. Yeah. Shout out to Lou Maldonado. Lou says Elon warned of AI years ago. Yeah, yeah. He he he's warning of that right now. Um, it, it's it's a problem. It's definitely a problem, and they have those um, police dogs in New York City and other things, a snitch bot and all that kind of stuff in New York City. Now, what happens when they put an AI chip in one of those those, uh, police dogs? Matter of fact, I'm going to see if I can just pull that video up of the police dogs so we can just uh, watch some of that. But that's the question. Okay, they put an AI chip in the police dog they put an AI chip. I mean, at a certain point, you're going to have, um, at a certain point, you're going to have Terminator. You're going to have Judge Dredd. You're going to have these things that act on their own. And it might get to the point of The Matrix. Remember The Matrix? That's That was one of the best movies of all time because it predicted a lot of things that are going on or it, it shows what could happen. Remember when they went to the very to the surface of the planet up from under the actual ground inside the earth. When they went to the surface and then they look looking at the, at the, um, the sky, the sky was scorched and everything else because they were trying to block the robots from being able to get sun because they were solar powered. Like it was a whole big thing. And then when they took the sun away, they started growing humans in the womb to feed off of them. And I ain't talking about having artificial wombs to put into LGBTQ elemental people. Now I'm talking about AI. So, you see, kind of where we going now. I hope we don't go down that direction, but it is what it is. So here is New York City, and and the um, the the police dogs, the 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 robot police dogs are kind of an old thing. Well, not old old like they were under Bill De Blasio, but under De Blasio they were never implemented because civil rights leaders raised their alarm, and then they said, okay, we're going to shelve it. But Eric Adams brought them back and they have the police dogs and a few other things. Let's check it out right quick. Let's get some sound, that might help. All right.
1: We are announcing three new policing technologies in New York City. The K5 Autonomous Security Robot.
0: So you see that right there, the robot right there on the left, the snitch bot, and then there's a police dog. The Spot DigiDog Robot, and the Star Chase GPS attachment system. Now that's not what she said right there. The, the, the attachment system. What that is, the police can shoot out of some kind of gun, not like a, a like a, a gun gun, but like they shoot a device out of the gun. It's like a cylinder, and it attaches to your vehicle. So, let's say, for example, you're in a high speed chase with a car, and you don't want to chase it, or you're having a hard time chasing it, or whatever the case may be. You shoot the GPS device on the back of their vehicle, and that that'll track them wherever they go. That's the objective of that. Our job is to fight crime. So there, there's a the dog right there moving. And keep people safe. And these tools are significant steps forward in that
2: vital mission. We are here to get stuff up. GSP.
0: So that's the the snitch bot talking right there. Today. And that's that's a general overview of what's happening. They, they were showing the dogs. Like, kind of like doing uh, push-ups, I suppose, and dancing and everything else. Um, like I said, I guess they're remote control now. I don't think they're AI at this point. But all it takes, you put an AI chip in there, and it's over with. It's over with. Rex Rocker says people will kick those R2-D2 robots on the ground. Hey, man, them robots, I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think... I don't think so. I don't think people are going to kick these Terminator dogs on the ground. I don't think so. Mm-mm. Nah, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, hey. that's that, It's going to be an issue. They, they might come in there. It might be electrified. I don't think it's going to really work the way people think it's going to work. They can just do whatever they want to these, to these uh machines. I think the machines are going to be a lot more uh, difficult to manage than what we think. I I think so. But we'll see. I mean, they have him in New York City. Now, here's my thing about New York. They got all these tools out, and Eric Adams says he wants to fight crime, but you got your man, your Manhattan District Attorney, Alvin Bragg, doing the exact opposite, giving criminals slaps on the wrist at best. Slaps on the wrist at best. He's focused on trying to get Donald Trump and trying to make a name for himself that way. Like he kind of wants a shadow defense. It's it's weird. People are. You wouldn't be some kind of super crime fighting. I'm all about justice. Nobody's above the law. You wouldn't be about that when it comes to Donald Trump, because if you're able to successfully get him in the clink, then you become famous forever. You become the attorney of the century, of the millennium. Even you become the most famous guy in the world overnight for locking up Donald Trump. At least that's what he thinks in his mind. That's his mind working against him, right? But at the same time, you don't want to lock up actual criminals in New York City. You can smoke crack, shoot heroin, beat people up, old ladies, uh, little kids. You could do whatever you want in New York City and you're going to get slapped on the wrist at best. If you don't outright just gun somebody down right in front of a police officer, you probably won't do too much time in the joint. I saw a video today of... Uh, a female police officer getting hit in the head with a bottle in New York city. And the guy had been arrested five previous times at, uh, before this uh, incident, it was a mess. It it was a complete mess. So do I have the video? I do. I mean, it's not too graphic. I don't think you want to see blood or anything like that. Um, I'm going to turn the sound down. I don't want it too much shrieking. So, this guy right here, you see him? So, the officers are just standing right there. This guy right here about to come up with the bottle. And he hits her in the head with it. So, I could I could pause it right there. We don't got to see the actual impact. Um, I don't know if the bottle breaks. I don't think it does. Nah, it doesn't. You know, it's very hard to break a bottle on somebody's head. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't break. But still, like that kind of thing goes on when you don't get the criminals off the street because you have to understand what people sometimes don't get is like, all right, you guys understand it because you guys are intelligent. You guys use your brains. But when the criminals are given light sentences and second chances and all kind of stuff, usually that happens with the, the youth, right? The youth offenders. Okay. You got a 17 year old gang member. Who'd been already been out here thugging and drinking for the past five years since he'd been twelve years old, and he's getting a light sentence. So, Lord Jar Cravion gonna turn his life around, all right? And then he comes right back out, in two months from the juvenile facility, and then beat some old lady up on the subway, halfway kills her to take twenty bucks from her purse. Right? That kind. That's kind of what's going on with the youth. But then you have these old guys that are out here doing the exact same thing, fifty-something years old with a with a rap sheet. Hitting officers in the head with a bottle for no reason. He's just walking around the street, has the bottle in his hoodie pocket, hits her in the head with it. Right in front of a bunch of officers. Like she was not by herself. It were other officers right there. So it's like, what are you even doing? These guys don't care. The criminals don't care when there's no penalty and do whatever they want to do. So are going to say mental health, ABL. Look, I don't care nothing about the mental health at a certain point. If you're out here committing crime, you got to go. I don't care if you're mentally ill or not. If you're mentally ill, okay, go to the mentally ill part of death row. How about that? You can be over there next to your other homie. Y'all could be uh singing show tunes all day, acting the fool, until it's time for you to get in the chair and get fried. Get get fried and sent to the man upstairs, straight up. I don't care nothing about the mental illness. When, you, when you're talking about killing people, like violent crime, not even just... Nuisance crime, not not even just nuisance crime, I'm talking about violent crime, Uh, assault, kidnapping, stabbing, shooting. You gotta go, man. I don't care nothing about no excuse you're going to make, you have to go, all right. And that's just what it is when people don't really care about the law. Chicago, the same way, I see that right there. Um, Chicago, uh, New York City, Los Angeles, a lot of these places, San Francisco where fighting crime is not really a priority. You're going to have a lot more of it. And it will come from the same people because that is usually what happens. It's not a widespread phenomenon where everybody commits crime. It's centralized. It's, it's localized with, with a few people and they're going to go out there and commit the same kind of crime over and over and over and over again. That's how it works. And until they get locked up, which is why I remember during Freddie Gray and the Baltimore situation, you had guys that were like 25 years old that had been arrested 80 times how are you arrested 80 times at 25 years old if you actually go to the penitentiary or jail or something, some kind of penalty for your actions? Obviously, there is not much of a penalty if you get arrested 80 times. I mean, good grief, because you're not going to get arrested every time you do something. Like if you are if you are a dope boy, you sell drugs. You're not going to get arrested after every sale. So you have to be committed crime consistently all the time and a lot to get arrested 80 times. It's very simple. Yeah. Ban assault bottles. Exactly. (laughs) Ban, ban assault bottles, ban, um, knives, ban skateboards, ban two by fours, ban any kind of, any kind of thing that can be used as a, as a blunt object, stabbing instrument, whatever the case may be. Ban all that. You're talking about banning guns. That's the dumbest thing in the world. And matter of fact, we're going to get into the whole thing about the gun argument in a moment. I kind of want to get into that right now because that has been really um, bothering me. First of all, there's been quite a few shootings of people where it's like mistaken identity or it was a it shouldn't have happened. Like there was one case. I'll put it up on the screen. There was one case where these cheerleaders got shot for trying to get into the wrong car. You know how it is sometimes like, let's say you about to get into an Uber and you might not be paying attention to the car and you try to open the vehicle door and it's not the car that you intended. I did it recently. Cause I have, a, um, I have a car and I had went to a place. I parked in front of a place when inside, came out and then I'm um, hitting my, um, my keyless entry. I heard a little beep, beep, beep. I hear that. I'm opening my car and it's not opening. I'm like, what's going on? I take a second. Look, I was like, Oh, that's not my car. I'm seeing some stuff on the inside. I have a very clean vehicle. I don't have stuff inside my car, but it was my exact same vehicle. It was just not mine. So that can happen. But these girls got shot because they went up to the wrong vehicle and tried to get inside. These are young girls like cheerleaders. They were going home from practice and they were trying to get into the car. And I think four of them got shot. Matter of fact, here it is. Yeah, this was in uh, Austin, Texas. Um, Manor raced after two Woodlands elite two were shot outside H-E-B, the grocery store. All right. Let me see if I can get some sound. I might do a video about this, too. Let's check it out.
1: After she was shot in an H-E-B parking lot.
3: Yeah, and it's all because police say that her friend made the simple mistake of confusing someone else's car for her own. A group of four
4: cheerleaders were heading back to Montgomery County from practice near Austin. They stopped in Elgin to
3: pick up a car, and that's when the shots were fired.
1: ABC 13's Shannon Ryan joins us live from their gym in Oak Ridge North, where they just finished a prayer vigil. Shannon.
5: Well, the gym asked us to attend that vigil virtually out of respect for their grief. Now, this is around the time in the evening where their athlete, Peyton Washington, would typically be wrapping up practice. Instead, she's in the hospital tonight where we're told she just had part of her spleen removed. Do you feel comfortable? A sea of red in show of support Tuesday.
6: Um, this is Heather. She was in, on she was on Jen.
5: As the Woodlands Elite Cheer Company prayed for four of their cheerleaders shot at just after midnight. Nobody deserves.
0: It. Now I think that they're all alive. I think the one girl that was shot, the and she was injured the most. it said she had her spleen removed, so she's really fighting for her life, as far as I know. But I don't think any of the girls died. Thank goodness.
5: Anything like this. The elite athletes were going the distance for their sport. traveling more than 320 miles round trip to and from the Austin area for cheer practice three days a week, using this wow. Elgin H-E-B as a carpool lot. As Heather Roth was dropped off here Tuesday, she opened the door to what she thought was her car. It wasn't, so she hopped back in her friend's vehicle. As we're backing up, I see the guy get out of the passenger door, and I roll my window down, um, and I was trying to apologize to him. And then he... Uh, I just, halfway, my window was down. He just threw his hands up, and then he pulled out a gun. And then he just
0: started shooting at all of us. So I'm going to do a video about this. There's more, of course, to this story. Well, there's more to the video, but the story is pretty much what you heard right there. You know, they tried to get into the wrong car. The guy shot. Now, that guy right there needs to get sent up. the. He needs. He needs to go and be gone for a long time. Because here's the thing. Um, people ask me who was the guy. I don't know. I don't see that in the article. Um, but I'll probably figure that out. But time I'm to do the video. Yeah. I don't know who the person is, but like I said, we'll, we'll see that. Oh, now I got it right here. I'm sorry. The alleged gunman is 25 year old Pedro Tello Rodriguez. Junior. He got charged with deadly conduct. And they're going to give him more charges, perhaps. But that's what I have so far. Again, I do a video about it to get a little bit more in depth. But it's like, what are you doing? First of all, you can see these girls, right? They try to get into the vehicle. It's locked, I suppose. Okay, I made a mistake. I'm going to go back to my car. You roll the window down, trying to apologize. So you can see these girls right here. You know, they're no threat. and You just start shooting at them while they're over there. He's done. He's done. To done. Done. He's finished. Yeah, that's that's a wrap for him because it's like you you have there's no threat to you. They are not breaking into your car. Like there's nothing there. You got these young girls, cheerleader girl. Like you finished. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, could have been the cartel member. That's possible. Could have been the cartel member. You never know. Who knows. No, or a guy that was just being dumb out there in the streets not using his brain at all why would you why would you shoot at somebody for going to the wrong car It happens people are people make mistakes. you don't shoot at somebody for that That's irresponsible gun ownership at best at best is irresponsible gun ownership at worst you' are just a complete complete cold, stone cold murderer really Yeah, Guantanamo bit Bay, Bay rocks Little rocks all day long. Now, that leads me into my next story, which is about the shooting in Kansas City, Missouri. Now, this guy also got scared and made a mistake. So, the man in question, let me pull, let me pull the article up just to make sure I'm saying the right thing. The man in question was 84 years old named Andrew Lester. This is the guy that shot 16 year old Ralph Yarl. Now, Ralph Yarrow was going to pick up his siblings at a particular address in Kansas City, but he went to the wrong house because the address sounded, it looked very similar to another address. It, the, the address, it was two addresses that he could have gone to. One was right and one was wrong. The difference was one had street at the end, the other one had terrace, but the the name the, the, the street name and the number were the same. It was like 115 South something, something like that. The ending of street and terrace were different and it was only a block apart. You know, that's kind of how it is. It's like, it's like Atlanta, Peachtree Avenue, Peachtree Street, Peachtree Boulevard. Where am I going? 100 Peachtree Boulevard, Northeast Atlanta. 100 Peachtree Circle, Northeast Atlanta, not the same place. Easy to get confused, right? He goes to the wrong house, rings the doorbell, ding dong. The guy gets shared. The guy gets scared and shoots through his locked glass door. So you know somebody's gonna try to speculate. Well, he was trying to break in the house. Nah, the the glass door was locked. How are you trying to break in through a lock? The it was a a, a, a glass screen door. Outside of his regular door, so it's two doors, your regular door, your wit door, and then the glass screen door. The glass screen door was locked, and I suppose his front door was locked as well. He probably opened his front door and then shot through the locked glass screen door. All because of, I went to the wrong house, I'm ringing the doorbell. Now, the guy, the shooter was very remorseful. He said that he was just scared. He didn't want the male to try to come in the house because he'd be defenseless, artists and that, and the third. Now, is there an element of racism there? I suppose it could be. Sure. Old white guy, you see, this 16-year-old black kid, probably pretty big. Like, me when I was 16, like, I'm 6'3", over 200 pounds right now. I was this size at age 14. So, at 16, I look the same as I do right now, except I didn't have any gray hair. I look the exact same, I swear, like, if you see my yearbook, if anybody knows me, knows I look the exact same as I do right now. <laughs> For real, real talk. I look, I look like I was older. People thought that I was older than what I was when I was 16. So, yeah, he probably was scared. And then he made the mistake of shooting through the glass door. Remember I did that video. Um, I did a reaction video a while back of a break-in. Matter of fact, let's let's put it on... A, um, let's put it on the screen right quick so you guys can see what I'm referring to and Ralph Yarl has been released from the hospital. He's okay. Well, as okay as he's going to be, but he did not die. He was in the hospital and he has been released. So let's uh, check it out right quick. The video I'm referring to at least, and if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff ken says can I see the yearbook photo ABL? um I can find it somewhere I might be able to show you my my yearbook photo I might be able to find it and then I can show you guys yeah but I, I look the same really shave my beard off you'd be like you look the exact same all right but that's that's my that's my family members on, on my mom's side we all look like this 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 is the standard face <laughs> you, get, you get it from my um my, my great grandmother we all look just like her all right. Hold on. Can I find that video or not? Nah? Give me a second here. But yeah, and in this video. Matter of fact, OK. That's not really the full video. Uh, That's not really the full video, but it'll do. matter of fact I think I'm gonna search this way I'm gonna search like this to well nah never mind I'm gonna just play this so here we go so th- this just me reacting to it of course so what you're seeing right here on the screen if you don't remember um there was some confrontation outside of the house it's a confrontation outside the house um the guy who's recording this was inside and the guy that's right there by the door was outside at first. Now they are having a shout match, shout match through the window while the guy who was now inside was outside. He was like, Hey, um, I'm looking for this guy that hit my daughter in a hit and run accident, all this and that. And the third, the guy was like, Hey, you got the wrong house. Don't come in, get the F away. The guy right there in the doorway broke in to the house. He literally booted the door in. Now, let's just talk about that. And this is going to respond to the guy um, that shot Ralph Yard, the 16-year-old, the old man. If the young man is outside, you cannot shoot him. You cannot shoot him. If the young man boots your door in, hey, all bets are off. This guy right here was—he would have been well within his rights, depending upon your state, if I'm not mistaken, to go ahead and just send this guy to Jesus ASAP. Send him to the upper room. I'm giving you fair warning. Don't come in here. You're at the wrong house. Get away. If it's me, look, check it out. Here's here's what I would do. Here's here's what I would do. Right. Um. Somebody says ABL must have 10-foot tall ceilings. It's 10-foot it's in here, but it's 12-foot downstairs. I got, I got tall ceilings, yeah. But nah, <laughs> I, I probably look tall right there. Nah, this this is downstairs. they are 12-foot ceilings downstairs. My fridge is about six foot tall, but I'm like in front of the fridge. It's, it's a weird angle. But anyway, here's what I would do. And if I was um, the guy in this situation, not Ralph Yaro but in the case where the guy actually broke in. When I'm hearing commotion at my front door, of somebody that is looking to, you know, break in my crib or whatever, they're acting the fool, I'm going to have my gun, my alleged gun that I might have or might not have, I don't know where it's at, but I'm going to have my gun on me. Right, It's going to have one in the head, ready to go, right on my hip. I won't be holding it like that, It'd be right on my hip outside open carry. Like, what's up? I'm ready to roll. I'm going to give you a warning. Hey, don't come in to the house. Don't do it. You're at the wrong house. I am armed. Don't come in. I will shoot to defend myself. I'm giving you verbal warning. If I have time to do that, I'll do that. Now, sometimes you don't got time for that. I'm just saying in this situation, and by the way, this ain't the same shirt. This is a gray shirt. That's a green shirt. And this, this button um bank right here is longer than that one. You see what I'm saying? And the collar is different. But anyway, I digress. I got about a thousand of these shirts if you didn't notice. But I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you the verbal warning. But then once you bust that door open, it's Chinese New Year. Because if you're outside my house, I cannot shoot you. Am I, am I wrong about that? Yeah, I, I was swatted. Yeah, you can't be doing whatever you want to do. You have to just be cool, follow the laws. When I got swatted, I knew what to do already because I'm already aware. It's like, all right, they're going to come in the house. They'll tell you to get on the ground. Follow the rules. You'll be fine. Don't don't try to be a hero. Try to argue. All this and that and the third. Anybody got time for that? Follow the laws. The guy in Kansas City did not follow the laws. He shot through a door. The uh, the young man did not break into his house. He just went to the wrong door, rang the doorbell, was at the wrong place. It was at 10 o'clock at night. And I guess that's the reason why he was scared, because it was at nighttime. Thought he might do something to him, all this and that, and the third. But, yeah, he wasn't armed. He was just at the wrong house. Yep. So, nah. That whole thing was crazy. It's a lot of that type of stuff going on. People shooting at people for, for being scared. I mean, I'm all for gun ownership. I'm all for second amendment rights, but anyone who has a gun needs to be a responsible gun owner. And you have to understand the laws in your state and understand just basic rules of engagement. You can't shoot a person through your front door. You can't do that. I mean, am I wrong? Y'all let me know. So that's just what it is. Yeah. Yeah. If if you SWAT, you should get a death penalty. One guy got killed because of a SWATting situation. The police bungled that. I mean, I'm not gonna blame them. I'm not gonna blame them 100 because you get caught to a place and you don't know what's going on. It could be life or death, but they they definitely bungled that situation for sure. And I knew that already going into it that they could bungle it, but they were very professional, very apologetic, and I just knew how to just not say a word. Don't say anything, whatever they ask you to do, yo know, come to the door, hands up, whatever they say, go on the ground and do it. But a, a dude talking about where's Rayleigh? Uh, he hit my daughter, man. Look, get away from my house. If you break in here, you're going to die or you're going to, you're going, you're going to get hurt. And I hope you don't have to meet Jesus, but you might meet him. You might have a little brief meeting. You might get a consultation with him for free and get sent right back down to earth, maybe. But yeah, don't do that. Understand the laws. Follow the laws. Train. Don't be a scaredy cat with your gun. Don't have the first thing you do, any sign of potential conflict, grab your gun. Okay, you're in the parking lot, and you see these teenage girls. Like, first of all, if you're in the parking lot at night, you need to be aware of what's going on around you. If I was in the parking lot at night, I'd be... My head's always on the swivel. I'm knowing what's going on around me. I'm seeing that it's these four teenage girls with two their outfits. So when I'm, I'm going to see that, I'm definitely going to see that. Like, that's not a thing you see normally in a parking lot at 10 o'clock at night. You know, they're gonna they're going to stand out. So I have no reason to shoot them. It's just... And then, on top of that, he shot them as they were leaving. It was... Mm. There's a lot of that going on. Irresponsible gun owners, people that do, people that do things that they should not be doing. Anyway, I digress. Um, let me see. Straight cheese says, in Virginia, we are stand your ground state. If the threat is outside your door, there is no threat. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. I mean, really, if you have a situation where somebody's like at your door trying to bust it down, and you have your gun, you'd be better off unlocking your door. And if they come on in, then you can just let them, let them have it. Be ready. Just let them have it. Once they, once they enter your home, it's on. But the best way to avoid that would be to not enter my home. How about that? That's a novel idea, right? But no, not everyone is really hip to that whole thing. And to to the way that goes, but we got a whole lot going on. Oh, and then the next shooting that I want to cover which this, this is in Alabama. Okay. So you've all seen the, the story about Ralph Yarl, about the young man. Um, who was shot in Kansas city, Missouri. That's him right there on the left. And then that's him when he was in the hospital. Again, he has been released from the hospital. He will recover. He did not die. Thank goodness. Okay, you've seen that story all over the internet, right? Because of the racial component. Okay, which probably was there. Probably saw um kind of decent sized young black kid ten o'clock at night, don't know him, and did something dumb, shot through the door, now he's going to jail, right? Now, that story is all over the place for a young man who was shot, who should not have been shot, and did not die. But there was another story in Alabama that I saw of twenty eight. Kids who were the same age, because understand this, Ralph Jarl is 16 years old. In the Alabama shooting, there were 28 people shot, many of them his same age, because guess what? It was a sweet 16 birthday party. It was a sweet 16 birthday party. He's 16 years old. So the kids were his age. The kids were black. The kids were innocent, just at a party having a good time with other kids. There were adult chaperones there and everything else in Alabama. But you see, the, the 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 thing is that there's no white man to blame here. There's no element of racism to blame here. That's a That's the key difference. You see, in the Ralph Yard case, racist white man did it. The, the type of gun isn't really important. He probably has some kind of old revolver or something like that. The type of gun isn't really important. It's the fact that it's a white shooter and a black victim. Now, let it have been a white shooter and white victims or anybody else. White shooter, black victim. If it's it's white shooter and black victim, the first thing they're going to talk about is racism. When I say they, I mean the mainstream media and um, some politicals on the left. The first element they're going to talk about is racism. It doesn't matter if it was a shotgun, handgun, AR-15, smoke bomb, pipe bomb, whatever. Racism. If it's white male and white victims, what kind of gun was it? Was it an AR-15? Was it a semi-automatic, full automatic pistol? Remember that on, uh, what was that? Um, uh, CNN? Semi, fully automatic? Hold on, watch this.
4: the same.
0: Remember this? If, okay, if it was a white, like, let's, let's say it was these two guys right here, right? Um, Bob Villa, like, let's just say it was two white guys or a white guy, another white guys and white kids or whatever involved. Then here is the rhetoric. Take a listen. So this is the
4: M4 military rifle.
0: Right. This is the AR-15. Right.
4: A lot of people will buy this just because it's cool and they want to appear like soldiers. If you're a gun collector, or a gun aficionado and you want an AR-15, you can certainly buy one and you should be able to buy one. The problem is when it gets in the hands of the wrong people.
6: Originally built for the battlefield, a defining characteristic of the AR-15 is the speed and power of the bullet.
4: Now those are single shots. If I wanted to fire this on full semi-automatic, all I do is keep firing. Now, I won't probably hit the target when I do this, when we look at the target later on, but I'm gonna fire about five shots.
0: Okay. Yo, this man said, I'm gonna fire on full semi-automatic. All he did was just push the trigger faster with his finger. He was pushing it at a slower, he was just pushing it slower. It's like what? What was there a button you pushed to make it go full semi-automatic? What does that mean? Full semi? Is it a full moon or are not a full moon? Which is it? I mean, if there was a white shooter, that'd be what they say on TV: uh, a white shooter and, and and white victims. That'd be that'd be this whole thing: uh, a school shooter with an eighteen-year-old uh, person that was a loner or something like that. What are they gonna say? Y'all know, oh, he he was a virgin, he was an incel, he was a loner, he played video games, uh, he was a white supremacist, he was going on 4chan, um, he, had a, he had a Donald Trump hat in his book bag, all kind of stuff like that. That'd be what they say. The way the news is covered depends on who's involved with the crime. And it's ridiculous because it's like, it's the same thing that's going on. If it's a mass shooting, it's a mass shooting. Why are we covering it differently? The facts of the case may be slightly different. Perhaps it could be a different place, different weapon. Why are we covering it differently? Hey, is, is he got a Glock switch on the on his AR? <laughs> he, he got a Glock switch on that. That's crazy. That's crazy. I saw that. I was like, "What in the world is going on here? What in the world is happening?" Uh, matter of fact, here's another one. Hello. on. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This one, this one was crazy as well. Oh, man, I got to find that. I, I, I have to find that. I don't even know what it is. Take a look at the- Oh, yeah, yeah, here it go. Here here it is. Remember this one? T- check this out. Take a look at this video used to shoot a watermelon using an AR 15. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, what in the world? It's funny, but at the same time, it's like people will watch this on the news and believe it. This is clearly a shotgun. He racked it. I saw the shell eject from the barrel. I saw it. Look. Take a look at this video used to
7: shoot a
0: watermelon using an AR fifteen. There go the shell right there, and I heard the noise, and I see the the watermelon evaporate. That's an AR fifteen for real with this big red shell popping out to <laughs> the side. I mean, this is this is crazy. This is madness. But this this is what the media does. This is why I hate the media. You know, like I, I try to sit there and watch Fox and stuff like that just because I want to see what's happening with the. The daily news, but it's 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 unwatchable. At a certain point, it's unwatchable. It's like, what am what am I even doing here? What am I why am I watching this? That's why I try to give you guys better news. I I read a lot, I read all day long. That's that's my day. Uh I watch Fox just because I want to see what they're talking about. What what the normies are talking about, What with the boomer normies, the mainstream normies, normies my age. What are they talking about? I got to see what the normies, what the normals are up to. Then I got to see what's really happening when I do my own research and read all over the internets for what's going on. You know what's crazy? You can find better news on Twitter than television, by far. Oh, yeah. social. You can, you can find better news on TikTok than television, which is crazy because TikTok is controlled by a Chinese Communist Party. You can find better news on TikTok than you can... Television for sure, all right. NKM says that's a full semi-automatic pump, <laughs> full semi-automatic. That was that that whole thing was crazy. But let me get back to it. So the Alabama shooting, you had twenty-eight people shot and four dead, but for some reason, that's not really a big story. I mean, it's gotten some coverage, some coverage, but not the not to the level of. Um, a Sandy Hook, which is still spoken about today. It was many years ago, but that's still an ongoing thing. Uh, it, it won't get the attention of the Nashville shooting at the at the school. It won't get that kind of attention. Why? Because everybody was black that's involved. Everybody was black. And they, they've arrested two shooters. Um, One guy's name is Ty Keith. You already know who did it. You already know who did it. We knew from the beginning it was a birthday party in the hood. Uh, Black victims, you already know what's going on. They dismiss that. Oh, that's just regular everyday ghetto violence. We dismiss that. But then when it comes to a school shooting, something like that, it's a tragedy. And they're both tragedies. Don't get it twisted. They're all tragedies. A lost life is always a tragedy. But it's like, why is one covered differently? Because there's a certain narrative to push. You know, you can't push the gun control narrative or even about any kind of violence narrative when it comes to black on black, because then you're seeing this racist. Then you're seeing this somebody that's trying to highlight black on black crime. And you can't do that. Okay. And then the whole issue of gun, um, safety and gun laws aren't really a thing because you know, full well that these guys did not buy their guns from Bob's gun store that day to go do that. They probably stole them and they probably been committing crime for a long time. So there's no narrative to push. Although, there's crimes that have been, you have criminals committing crimes, taking life, but they're covered differently. That's how that goes. So, you know, when I see some of these shootings covered, I'm just like, okay, I understand that lots of life is terrible, but I, I kind of get jaded by looking at the way things are covered because it's just like, I, I, I see how fake and phony it is. It's not, it's not really real. All right. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. We got a whole lot more topics on deck for you. Speaking about television and commercials and whatnot, um, have you guys seen the Team DeSantis commercial? Now, I don't think this is an official DeSantis endorsed commercial. I mean, if it, if it was, I think that he should go ahead and endorse it. That'd be good for me i would love to to hear that but this commercial was hilarious let me put it up on the screen right quick um this is about what's happening with uh this this is about what's happening with sports nowadays the, the old trans movement all that good stuff this is what's happening let me see if I can put it up on the screen here we go Team DeSantis. So the commercial is called Real Men of Women's Sports.
8: Team DeSantis presents.
0: Real men of women's sports. Today we recognize the men who've hacked the system.
6: Hacked the system.
0: Once mediocre in the men's division, now cream of the crop in the women's.
1: From mediocre to champion.
0: You couldn't cut it with the boys, so you pushed women off the podium. Look at, this, look at this physique man you look like a, a ectomorph like what is going on that is in no way for more fashion a woman at all like come on sir
6: real man
0: still first place because without you sports would be- look wait a minute come on really this is crazy the size the, the sheer you're about six foot four six foot five these big, crazy, broad shoulders. I mean, this is crazy. This is madness. Sports would be fair. Without you, women's sports would be for, well, women. So, yeah, that is a commercial right there. Shout out to these guys. I'm not really sure. It says sponsored by Friends by DeSantis. So, it's not an officially endorsed DeSantis commercial. But it should just take it because that was amazing. That, that was really good. Um... I, I I enjoyed that and that's where we are nowadays where you have full, full-on full men competing as women and dominating the women. We saw it in a movie called Juana Man. Like, I never, I, I always say that. I always refer to Juana Man. I never thought that we'd be right here right now today talking about this. I never would have imagined. I never would have dreamed we'd be right here right now today talking about this kind of thing. But here we are. Here we are talking about this very thing. It's crazy. It's totally nuts. But what are you gonna do? Um, it's got to be laws passed. There needs to be certain laws passed that stop this because these guys are going to continue to do it. And then some are going to say, "Well, look, ABL. They just want to feel. They they want to feel like they're safe and have a community." Look, you also have trans men. Okay, you have biological XX women. That now identifies men. They cut, they, they cut, they, they do, what they said, they do top surgery. I hate those terms. You know, I have, a, I have a meme, okay? This meme is going to sum up what's happening right now with all this stuff that we're facing. The, 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 this this is the end game, okay? Here's the, the end game meme. All right, check it out. Let me zoom in a little bit on that right quick. And then... We can just uh, see it. So, if you guys can't see the screen, this is a cartoon of, you know, the prototypical uh, creeper van, the all-white van, no windows and nothing like that. On the side of the van, it says transgender procedures. The back of the van has the doors that open, and there's a trans flag covering the back. There's a little kid getting inside, and then there's some... um. You know, some Democrat, I suppose. That's a donkey right there, dressed in regular street clothes. And then the speech bubble says, "Go ahead, kid. Your parents will never know." And you know what's going on with that? A lot of these Democrats are trying to push um, certain laws in their states. They're, they're trying to have trans sanctuaries where you can be a child and get a sex change without telling your parents. So this is the actual end game, right? Okay, a bunch of these people just want to abuse children. That's really it, ultimately, that's that's where we're going. That's where we're going. Because again, um, a lot of if you have trans women as well. But my thought process on that was you have trans women who uh, exist and they don't compete against biological men. Well, am I saying the wrong thing? Trans men. So you have biological exes that now identify as men. Right, They never compete against biological X, Y men. And if I'm wrong, y'all please give me an example. All I ever see is these big, strong, powerful, big jaw, big arm men competing against weaker women. You never see the weaker women competing against the men because there's no advantage. The men have an advantage. They want to be in a locker room. This whole thing is set up for these sick men to have their way in women's areas. Thanks to feminism, right? Feminism says, you know what? We're not going to submit and bow down to the man. And then you have, um, what's what's your, your, your homie's name? Drew Barrymore and Dylan Mulvaney. You have that going on. All right. Where she's pretty much submitting to him like this here. Watch. Okay. Rather than submitting to, an actual man or a husband, I'm going to submit to this man in the dress. (laughs) It's like, you're back to square one. You are back to square one. Okay. You have, you've done it. You've gone full circle. He's, he's, he's cracked the code. Okay. You're not going to bow down to me as a, as a man. Well, how about I'm now I'm a woman. Now I still got my five o'clock shadow. Okay. If this, if this TV show took more than two hours to do, at an hour and 45 minutes, the beard is going to pop through the makeup. It's going to pop through the makeup. You're going to get stubble through the makeup. You got to go on the back and not only get your makeup reapplied, but you got to get a fresh shave as well. Okay. Go back in the back and shave your beard off and then reapply your makeup. I'm getting triggered, so I digress. Now, back to what I was saying about this here. Okay. About this particular meme, about them trying to get the kids. Um, Trans women have cut their breasts off. What they call that top surgery. Why do they call that top surgery and then getting your genitalia messed with? They call that bottom surgery if you're a male. Why do they call it top and bottom surgery? Is it because the terms that are actual medical terms used for that are too complicated for kids to understand? I said it before. What is top surgery? Double mastectomy, right? When you're dealing with cancer and anything else, double mastectomy, removing your breast That's a medical term, right? Why they call it top surgery? Because kids don't understand the more um, descriptive medical terms. It's easy for them to say, oh, top surgery. Yeah, I'll get that. See, you see where we're going? That's, that's what's happening nowadays. Adults will understand what these terms mean, but kids don't know what it means, which is why you don't allow children to consent to things like this. Anyway, I'm getting way down a rabbit hole. I'm getting real dark, darker as the storm cloud. So I will go ahead and digress. But yeah, that's what's happening with all this stuff. And yeah, I'm about tired of it personally. Shout out to all the states that have banned this stuff, that have put a stop to this stuff. And it happened so quickly. Like three years ago, it wouldn't have been a thing. I feel like during the scandemic, it just People just tried to figure out all kind of new ways to get money to be oppressed, and then they, 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 hey, they, they, pretty much have found it. They, they pretty much have found it. All right, but that's what I got for that. We got a whole lot more on deck. Um, let me see. Um, oh, 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 race swapping. Let's talk about Netflix race swapping again. No, no, no. Before we get to that, um, let's talk about the butt light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Butt light. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to the butt light. No matter fact, no. I was right at first. Netflix, race swapping, then but light. All right, so Netflix has a new I think it's a series uh about Cleopatra. Now, it's it's so weird why there's always this race swapping stuff. It's not necessarily, I'm not really offended. It's just like, it's just strange because, check it out. (sighs) Okay, I got to just phrase what I want to say properly. When you're talking about fiction, fictional characters, cartoons, high high fantasy movies, and they're always depicted as somebody that was white originally, and then they change into somebody that's black, I, I don't like that because I feel like it's a, it's a cheap exploit. You want to take advantage of a franchise. You want to take advantage of a thing that's already been built up. Okay, Spider-Man, Superman, whatever it is, you want to take these well-established characters and then just change them to a different race. Create a brand new franchise and have that character be iconic on its own. Okay, there's been plenty of... um. Cartoon characters, fictional characters that have been created who were white that did not succeed, that did not do well, that didn't take off. Just because they're white does not mean they're automatically going to just be fantastic. Okay, you put a movie out there with a white lead character, just, is it going to just automatically be successful? No, it's not going to be the way it is. Some succeed, some succeed very well, and some go to iconic status. To get to that level takes a lot of time and effort and everything else. So to just change that to a different race, I feel like it's cheap and it's a shortcut to the top. If you want to see more black characters or non-white characters make a new series, make a new movie, make a new character and have that person or have that cast or whatever it is be iconic on its own. That's how I feel about it. That's, That's what I would prefer if you really want to see something like that rather than just making things. Which you want it to be. Now, when it comes to nonfiction, when it comes to actual fictional to actual historical characters like Cleopatra, Anne Boleyn, and he changed the, the race, it's just it's just kind of strange to me. I don't really understand. And the Cleopatra thing is not quite the same as Anne Boleyn. Anne Boleyn was obvious. Everybody knew that it was not going to be accurate. Okay, you're talking about the Kingdom of Great Britain, you England. I mean, you might as well make Shaka Zulu. White. You might as well have Shaka Zulu played by um, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Have Henry Cavill play Shaka Zulu. How about that? Have Superman put the cape down. Have um, uh, uh, the man from The Witcher put the, the the magic down and then go to South Africa and play Shaka Zulu. Wouldn't that make any sense at all? That's how I feel about this stuff with Anne Boleyn and everybody else. But Cleopatra it's different because Cleopatra was an Egyptian queen and a lot of people that are misinformed that don't know any better think that every country in Africa is black. They think that every, they think Africa is a place where they all look like me. That's not true. That is not true. First of all, you have different regions of Africa 54 countries is Africa's humongous as well. You guys know how big Africa is. You know, I'm the, um, uh, the, the math, uh, the, the, the map nerd, not, not a math nerd, the map nerd. Here's a map of Africa. You guys may have seen it already. I saw it many years ago, but just to give you a little bit of context, here we go. A little bit of context, just so we understand what's going on. If you see a, if you see a glow, if you see a, a flat map, like a, a Mercator projector map, hold on. Uh, I'm going to show you a, a couple of the maps that you may have seen. And this, yeah, these maps right here might be what the average normie sees. So they don't really understand how big the world actually is or how big certain land masses are. Okay. And I remember I saw this probably about, I want to say maybe 15 years ago. Because here's a story quick personal story, ABL story time. So back a few years ago, when I was still a graphic designer, one of my clients was in Angola, Africa, and they worked for the government consulate. And what I would do for them is just make uh, posters and flyers and pamphlets for the consulate in Houston, Texas, and also in Angola and Luanda. So that was my job. I would just make stuff for them. And then one day I got a job to do like, it was like 30 posters in one day. I worked for like 13 hours straight in my computer. It was crazy. But anyway, the posters were to promote uh, different provinces in Angola. And then part of the way I was promoting them was by putting the land area of each province. And I'm like, this, this is, this is big. It's like these, how is it this big? It's Africa. How big is Africa? And then a light bulb went off and I was able to see, Oh, this is really big. So here's what a normie would see when they go to school, they would see something like this, this map. Right. And you see Africa, how that looks compared to the U S and Canada how Greenland, Russia, et cetera, look. This map is maybe good for navigation, perhaps, but it's not an accurate map. An accurate map would be a globe because this is like, if you took a globe and laid it flat, it's not going to be accurate because this is not how the world really looks. Navigation purposes, uh, for general reference, it's, this is not how the world looks. An accurate map is a globe. That's the truth. This will not be accurate. Now, if you see this map, you, you don't really know how big Africa is. So this is how big it is, right? So check it out. You can see um, on the left, well, on the right-hand side, you have all, all these different countries in Africa. Uh, the brown right there, that's the U.S. The, the kind of uh, orangish-red, that's China. Um, then you have Japan right there. The U.K. is over there by in Madagascar, okay? India fits right there in the Horn of Africa, over there in East Africa, Eastern Europe over there, Italy right there, Germany, France, Spain, all up here in the top in Northern Africa, Portugal, all of that right there. And then you can see how the entire Europe is in Africa. The whole of Europe fits in the middle of Africa, Japan, and USA right there at the top, okay? It's big. Yeah, it's, it's big. Africa's big. So my point is that Africa is not just a place where they all look like Nigerians. They're not all like this, huh? They're not all like this in their face, huh? They, they're different in Africa. They're not all the same. Over here in the West part of Africa, you have people that look like me. Nigeria, Ghana, Togo, Benin, Burkina Faso, Sierra Leone, all that good stuff over here in West Africa. Sub-Saharan West Africa, once you go up up here and you go to Niger, Chad, um, Sudan, not South Sudan, but Sudan, and Algeria, Tunisia, Egypt, Morocco, Western Sahara, these people up here are not the same as those down here. These are more like Arabs or even like Southern Europeans. They're not black, not like me. They look more like Drake, honestly, like Gaddafi. Like, we all know who, how Gaddafi looked, right? All right, let's put a picture of Gaddafi up. And you guys can kind of see what's going on. The, the Berbers, yeah, the, these are kind of like them. So here's a question. Does he look like me? Does he look like me? Be honest. Maybe I'm not the most handsome guy in the world. But does he look like me? I mean, be for real. Come on. Like, let's stop playing games. Let's stop playing games. Africa is a big place and it look different. And then once you go to East Africa, you go to Somalia, Ethiopia, Djibouti, places like that, they look different as well. If you ask me, I think Somalis look more like Southern Indians than they do West Africans. Because I think at one point India was right connected to that part of Africa you know and then the indians you see right now like the 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 um the more lighter skinned indians they came from persia which at a certain point is just you know far east europeans you know the iranians and all of them the 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 azerbaijanis when when you come up from the russian federation you right there in iran go through georgia azerbaijan armenia iran is right there iran and then um India is right next door. It's right there. So, they look different. Cleopatra. Cleopatra came from Egypt, but she was of Greek and Macedonian origin. Now, I don't know about y'all. We can argue about Egypt, although ain't no argument. It's not the same as Sub-Saharan Africa. If you have anybody that's there who looks like me, they came there after the fact. And a lot of them like, I met an Egyptian guy who was dark-skinned, but he was not like me. You know, he was more like a um, like a Somali or something like that. It, it's, it's a difference. There's a difference. But she was European. She was white. It is what it is. You had white folks in Egypt, yes. It's right there in the Mediterranean Sea. You know, Cairo was right there in the Mediterranean Sea. It's, it's not the same as living in Lagos, Nigeria, not the same it's like a 2000 3000 miles away living in Cairo Egypt and then comparing that to Lagos Nigeria is like living in London England and comparing that to um like uh Lahore Pakistan that's that's how far it is maybe maybe even a little bit more it's not the same but now on Netflix they have uh Cleopatra As a black woman or biracial or some kind of racially ambiguous. And they did a thing here that was pretty interesting because the actual actress and the trailer and some of the promotional materials are different. So hold on, let's check check it out. So I'm going to show you guys the poster and then I'm going to show you some more um, promotional material. And you're going to be like, well, what's going on there? So check this out. Hold on. Let me put it up on the screen. So here is a poster for Queen Cleopatra on Netflix. And by the way, by the way, um, this is produced by Jada Pinkett Smith. That's uh, Will Smith's wife, G.I. Jane, the whole um, Oscar slap. I think Jada Pinkett Smith has the objective to kill the Oscars. I covered this story years ago on this channel. You guys may have seen it if you're here for a long time. Shout out to you guys, lifers. I covered the story years ago on this channel of J.D. Pinkett Smith talking about Oscars so white, and then boycotting the Oscars because her husband was not nominated or he didn't win a particular thing. So she was behind the whole Oscars so white kerfuffle. And then when her dream of having the black Oscars, you got Will Packer and everybody producing it. You got her husband. He's about to win Actor of the Year, all this and that. Everything is set up. You got Questlove, Will Packer, her husband. Everybody's there. It's blackity black, black, black. And what does she do? She activates Will Smith and his simp chip. And he goes up there to slap Chris Rock on stage. A black host at this Oscar so black now rather than Oscar so white. She has, I feel like the, I don't know. She might be, she might be AI herself. She might be a female Terminator Sent here to destroy the Oscars for some reason. I don't know what it is, but I digress. She's behind this now. Here's a poster of the Netflix series Cleopatra. Right now, here is promotional material. Uh ah, looks looks kind of different. Maybe it's just me. She looks kind of lighter right here for some reason. And who are these two white guys? You see what I'm saying? Like, what's what's really happening? So check, so check it out. Right there, you look one way. But then right here, look a tad bit different, a tad bit different. Now, let's check a trailer out. I'm not going to play too much of the sound because it might try to give me a a, a, um, a a copyright claim. But yeah, she looks much different depending upon the lighting and everything else. You're looking like dark skin, light skin, uh, biracial. I don't know what's going on. There's a whole lot going. There's a whole lot happening. It's, it's a series. Let's let's check it out here, okay? So that's her Hold on. I'm trying to pause it at certain points. That's her, and then again, different kind of lighting, right there. I mean, you bought you about the same as him, same complexion as him. All right, so you know you got to have your, your your girl power rocking. Of course, you got a white love interest. You know what? I don't know. (laughs) I had enough. I mean, what in the world kind of, you know what? I'm not even really tripping, though. It's whatever. Look, if you're going to make her be racially ambiguous, why not him as well? Or just make her be white. I don't know. This whole race thing is kind of getting on my nerves, for real, for real. It's getting on my nerves. It's weird. But that's what's happening with Netflix and the Cleopatra. And it's to the point where Netflix is known for doing this. It's like a meme. You guys may have seen. Um, the net, the 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 Elon Musk. Hold on, there's a few of these. (laughs) There, there, there's there's a few of these. Hold on. So, here's one that I saw. This one. All right, they're gonna do an Elon Musk documentary. Here's one they might do. Here's a good poster that looks pretty accurate, right? You know, after all, Elon is South African, right? You see you see what I'm saying? Elon is South African, so he must be black, right? Like nobody white lives in Africa, so he's got to be black and black American on top of that. So, yeah, that, that'll work. Or how about this one right here? Even better. Terrence Elon Howard Musk. That's him right there. Go ahead and send it. Looks just like him. Okay. It's to the point where it's become a joke. It's become a meme. And it's like, what are we even doing? What's really going on? <laughs> so, so dumb. So dumb. But yeah, shout out to Netflix. Shout out to Hollywood. Just doing weird stuff like this for no reason. No reason. It's like, why even do that? I don't understand. I, I don't really get it. It's, it's so strange. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video. Share the video. Do all that good stuff. <laughs> tiger Woods beats Elon Musk. I, I see the tiger in there in the first one. Yeah, that was, that was a tiger. And then the second one was uh, Terrence Howard, Ter- Terrence Elon Howard Musk, and then the first one was uh, Tiger Elon Woods Musk. All right. Um, Trinity Trinity Tame says, "I can see ABL be a black Indiana Jones." Yeah, put me in there, Indiana Jones. I'm, I'm switching the, the the globes out and everything else. Let's let's go ahead and get it. Let let's go ahead and get it done. All right. But well, we got uh, a few more things on deck. Have I gotten to, oh, but Light. Speaking about commercials and television and whatnot, so anheuser Bush, you guys saw the apology or the, not apology, but I guess statement from the CEO trying to talk about, oh, well, I didn't mean to really make it be a big thing, all this, that, and the third. Uh, it was not meant to be as big, this dividing conversation. There's so much of a backlash against anheuser Bush. And specifically Bud Light, the brand Bud Light. People are they they, they don't want to drink it. They got all kinds of commercials hitting the Bud Light with baseballs, b- baseball bats. You got Kid Rock shooting the cans. It's all kind of stuff. So then they put out this really patriotic commercial um to just go back to the basics. Rather than having the LGBTQ elemental P influencers push a product, they are now going back to the basics. Now let me see if I can find that right quick and let's go ahead and put it up on the screen right fast. Yeah. So here we go. Now this commercial, um, it's back to the basics, but is it very impressive? You guys can be the, the, the judge. Let me tell you a story about a beer rooted in the heart of America
3: found in a community where a handshake is a sure contract brewed for those who found
0: opportunity in challenge and hope in tomorrow raised by generations
5: willing to sip Share, risk,
3: remember. This
0: is a story bigger than beer. This is the story of the American spirit. So there you have it. There's there's a new Budweiser commercial. Now, they put it out there. There's no caption, nothing like that. It just put it out there April the 14th. So this was on... Friday, Friday evening, about three thirty in the afternoon, they put it out there. It has seventy million views, apparently. Uh, it's eighteen million right there, but it has seventy million. I guess the tweet has seventy million views. So, you guys, what do you think? You like the commercial? Is it is it much better than the um, Dylan Mulvaney uh, stuff, or is it um, a little bit too far gone to make a difference? For me, the commercial. I mean, though, though, it was beautiful horses. I, I love the horses. You know, shout out to the horses. I like being able to go on road trips and see the horses the side of the road. You know, I like being able to go maybe to like a zoo or something like that or to go horse ride, horseback riding. Yeah. But that's about it. I mean, the I, I don't drink beer anyway, so I don't have no dog in the fight as far as the beer is concerned. I'm not going to be like the, the hoarders I showed you guys with – all the beer cans in my house. I'm not going to do that at all. Okay. I'm not going to have anything on the ground, let alone a beer can on the ground. So I have no dog in that in the, in the beer fight. But I think that they might be a little bit too far gone. Is <laughs> a horse trans hilarious. It might, might be a little bit too far gone because the damage had been done. And it's not just Budweiser and Hasbro Bush. It's all these companies trying to appeal to the LGBTQ element of PXYZ It's all I'm trying to do it. And it's like, for no real reason, Other than some corporate stuff, because who's drinking this? I mean, I I don't know what they drink at a drag show. I think maybe they drink the blood of children, but different story. Anyway, do they drink beer at a drag show? I can't imagine. Um, some dude at a drag show, um, hammering down the beer. That's not really what I see when I think about a drag show, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, No seventy two says PBR was making beer thirteen years before. And has a bush brew their first one. Wink. Hey, well, there there you go. A 40 ounce? You would never see me with a 40 ounce. <laughs> never see me with no 40 ounce. You know, I, I don't smoke crack for a living. I'm not going to be outside with no 40 ounce uh, a, a booze. Like, I have no uh, no uh, goals in my life. You would never see nothing like that. Ever, ever. Yeah, so we'll see. <laughs> Butthead says, the horse may turn into a pony after drinking butt like Hilarious. It's said butt light. That's funny. Oh, have you guys seen this picture? I may have, I may have showed it to you guys already, but I'm going to put it up on the screen just so you can view it one more time. All right. So this is, I think, Ted Lou and also Adam Schiff and others I don't know who happen to be uh, drinking some, some butt light. Let me see if I can find another one. Okay. And then I got a meme after that. I have, I have that picture and then the meme. All right. So let's put it up on the screen right quick. And all right, here we go. So here's the picture of them drinking the Bud Light. Now I have no idea who was the rocket scientist behind this picture. Who was the person that said, Hey, you guys, let's get into a picture Let's all drink this Bud Light together. Who had that bright idea? I don't know. But you see Ted Lou right there, and then you see Adam Schiff. Okay, so all right, Bud Light. And then a few moments later, here we go. You got Ted Lou and Adam Schiff, you know, in in the warmer embrace right there on the couch with a nice little little pooch. You know what I mean? That's not even the couch right That's that's a that's a, a chair. <laughs> That's not, that's not a couch or a love seat. That's a whole chair, and they're in the chair together. Now, I'm not sure who's sitting on whose lap, but they're having a good old time right there after that But Light. So, yeah, shout-out to Adam Schiff and uh, Ted Lou for enjoying their favorite beer. If you guys drink Bud Light, hey, that's on you, but I have no dog in that fight. That ain't really my – that ain't a cup of tea or a cup of beer or a mug of beer, whatever you want to call it. So, yeah, shout-out to them. But who was the bright idea to had that um, the who who had the bright idea to put them in a picture like that, like do you, th- you think they drink Bud Light? Is that what they have in the in the, in the in the house chambers? A fridge with a Bud Light? I doubt it. Yet the dog's looking sad. The dog is like, man, please get me out of here. Please get me up off of this little little chair that these two men are sharing. Please get me off of that. <laughs> Spencer's T says if ABL doesn't drink uh, a 40 ounce or smoke a black amount, he ain't black. Yeah, that must that must not be. If um your man Joe Biden was to see that I don't drink a 40 ounce, I'm not black. Oh, wait a minute. Uh hold on. Um remember Booty Gig? Remember him? Oh my goodness. Uh, remember this? Wait a minute. Hold on. I, I gotta I gotta find this. I have to find this. Okay. Uh, here we go. Yeah, this remember this? <laughs> oh man. It's like what in the world? First of all, you guys, this is mirror or Corny. Corn balls to the max. You guys got alcohol in brown bags, drinking that outside. How much more of a stereotype could you be? Corn balls to the max. I would never. I don't smoke crack for a living. I would never be outside with no brown bag drinking beer or any kind of liquor. I mean, you got to be the biggest crackhead on... The planet to do something like this. And then they're actually drinking the liquor. If you notice, Booty Gig does not have the top off of his. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but it appears like the top is still long. He's not drinking that. And if he is, if the top is off, he's not drinking anything. This is crazy. So, yeah, if you don't drink 40 ounces or Wild Irish Rose, Mad Dog 2020, from, about, from a brown bag outside in the daytime at, in front of a park, then you ain't black, I suppose. And a little bit of context. So this, like, these guys right here have a podcast, or they had a podcast. I think they've broken up now. Their, their names are This Is Samaro. I don't know who's who. I have never in my life seen one episode of their podcast. Not one. I've seen clips of them online, but I've never seen their podcast. From the clips, I knew it would be a whack podcast for me personally. But anyway, I digress. They have a podcast, and during the presidential election, during the presidential campaign, when Gate was running, they had him on. And then part of their podcast was to bring him to a park in the daytime and then drink liquor from brown bags. So I guess it makes them cool. Maybe it makes some more black, I suppose. This random white man with a white husband from South Bend, Indiana, Mayor Pete is gonna be cool now with the black guys and drink liquor out of a bottle with a brown bag over it in the daytime in New York City. <laughs> I mean, that boy <laughs> That picture right there, that ladies that right there is Democratic Party for you, ladies and gentlemen. That's what that's what they do. Stuff like that. Dancing and carrying on. Matter of fact, I got a I have a um I got a video of your man Al Sharpton dancing. <laughs> I got a man your man Al Sharpton. That's all he does. That's all that's all these guys do is just dance around acting in the food, but no actual anything else going on. Oh Lord. Probably got music playing. So that's 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 your man Al Sharpton, right? That's that's what he does at this point. All right. From FBI snitch to dancing on stage, acting the fool. Like, is is that what we do? I mean, what in the world is going on? So that's that's your man. I don't know him. I don't I don't know Al Sharpton. But you guys may have hey look, if you don't put a Versace robe on stage or on top of your, your your suit and dance for no reason, you ain't black. <laughs> if you don't put a Versace robe on on stage and dance for no reason, you ain't black. Moves like Jagger, huh? I, I think not. Moves like I, I told on everybody 80 years ago and I still have not been canceled by the black community anyway. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Um, we got super chats on deck. Then I'm going to get to the calls. Oh, did I cover the illegal Chinese police station? I covered that briefly. And I did not get to Bob Woodson. And reparations. I might get to that next time. But there was a Chinese police station in Lower Manhattan. I covered that a while back. I think on the live stream, I talked about that. How there was a, a police station run by the Chinese Communist Party right here in the USA. People just kind of like, ah, no big deal. And it was not shut down for a while. They finally shut it down. And they got two American citizens who happens to also be Chinese. They got them arrested. Now, here's my question. If you are an American citizen and you're operating a Chinese police station in New York City, in America, right there lower Manhattan, and you're abiding by the wishes of the Chinese Communist Party, shouldn't it be considered treason? You are an American citizen, but you're Chinese. They had Chinese names. I'm sure they spoke Chinese. Chinese names, speak Chinese, probably from China, but you are now an American citizen, and you operate in the USA for the Chinese Communist Party. Is that considered spying? Is that considered to be treason? What is that? It It should be a high crime. You should be in Get my Big Rocks, Little Rocks. Go to Gitmo, do not pass go. do not collect $200. Straight to Gitmo, Big Rocks, Little Rocks are doing something like that. That's what I would think, but maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe you guys know better than I do. Y'all let me know in the comments. What should be the penalty for those who do things like this, who operate on behalf of foreign governments? Okay, same thing with your man Hunter Biden. Ten for the big guy. I'm getting money in Ukraine, Moldova, China, et cetera. Like, what's going on with that? It should be the same thing. But hey, it is what it is. Yeah, treason. You guys saying treason? Absolutely. I I agree. Treason is central Canadian sword. Yep, treasonous. Oh, yeah, Fang Fang. Well, the whole thing with Fang Fang, I don't think your man Eric Swalwell knows what's going on. Eric Swalwell is just out here just doing his thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Eric Swalwell, hold on. He doesn't. He doesn't know what's going on. Hold on, I got a picture of Eric Swalwell somewhere. Let me see if I can find that right quick. Yeah, he doesn't know. He. I mean, he can. Anybody come up to him and just tell him anything, he'll pretty much believe it. You know. Oh, you're so handsome. Okay, thanks. Um, I'll tell you everything you want to know. <laughs> This is pretty much, it's easy to get a guy like this. A guy like this, he don't care. I think he's in D.C. right here talking to some girls. If they asked him for his PIN number to his ATM card, he'd give it up. If they asked him, hey, can I look on your phone and see some top secret documents? Sure, no problem, ladies. No problem. He's a, he's a mark at this point. It's like, you shouldn't even be seen out here like this after the whole fame fame situation. Look at that stance. Yeah, whatever y'all want to know, I'll tell you. <laughs> whatever you want to know, I will tell you. No problem. That's Eric Swalwell for you. So the whole Fang Fang situation, that's just him getting caught up. Yep, that's just him getting caught up. Um, Anyway, uh, who's that, MTG? MTG said, well, M, yeah, MTG said he was sleeping with a Chinese spy and it stayed on record. He was. He sure was. And he probably do it again because he don't really, he has no, he has no discipline over himself when it comes to women, obviously. You could tell. You could tell. And I, I'm sure that Feng Feng and China knew that as well, which is why it was easy to get them. I'm sure that there are spies, these these Chinese spies, and other nation spies that will approach politicians in D.C. all the time. All the time, and before they get to DC, because she was around him in California when he was over there, like not even, not even on the federal level, if I'm not mistaken. When he was early in the game, she was over there. So they get you when you were in college. So if you get to DC, they they definitely going get. But by, by the time you get to DC, you already been compromised a lot of times. Anyway, I digress. Thank you to. Um, Michael Esparza for becoming an ABL supporter. I appreciate you. thank you to Michael Christo who says people are using AI to recreate deceased loved ones. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't want that. You know, I miss a lot of my family members, but I don't, I don't want to bring them back. May they rest in peace, but I don't want that. That's, that's a little bit too much going on. No. Nah, uh, Lou Maldonado says Elon wanted AI years ago. That's right. They get to test her tips for being a member Five months. Who says dudes Oxford, cheerleaders? Face palm. Exactly. Like, what are you doing, sir? Really, cheerleader? You gonna shoot? You gonna you gonna shoot cheerleaders down because they got they gonna try to get into the wrong car? Thank you to Dutch Schaefer who says, "Hey, ABL, help me understand where all the violence is toward trans people. We constantly hear about. I feel like this with media. If a conservative went behind a trans person and flicked them in the ear, we hear about it. Yeah, pretty much. Anything that happens to trans people." You hear about on the news. You know what's really happening with a lot of these trans people, um, the the so-called trans women, the men that become women in their mind? A lot of it is them being out on the streets doing, you know, being, quote-unquote, ladies of the night. Okay, that's what's going on. And what will happen is a lot of these guys will get beat up by Johns. That's really what's going on, but they can't tell you that. Because that does not... Because what they want you to think is that they're just being beat up because they're, just, they're going to Whole Foods and buying a bushel of flowers and some guy with a MAGA hat on comes up to them, beats them in the head because they're LGBT. That's not happening. What's happening is these guys are in very dangerous environments, Figueroa, LA, and all kind of little places where they want to sell themselves, and you get these crackheads out here to beat them up because they're in a dangerous environment. Okay. Or guys that go into these environments to do to 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 be in that world, to partake in that world, and they wind up getting beat up or killed. That's what happens. But again, it can't tell you that part. So they'll say there's violence against them, but they won't say where it comes from. Because if they said where it came from, then that just kind of, you know, ruin the whole game. Right? Anyway. Yeah, Alan. Uh, it's a lot of them uh, downtown, Norfolk, Newport News, everywhere. That's what's going on. Okay, so don't get it confused. Thank you to Proud Mimi who says, "Great show as always." Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Thank you to Hell Mary who says, "Hey, Abigail, you're the best to listen to on Wednesdays and Saturdays." I appreciate you for that. Thank you for the heart eyes emoji. I appreciate you. Thank you to Straight Cheese who says, "In Virginia, you're saying our ground. We are saying you a ground state." If the threat is outside the door, there is no threat. Thank you to Tam for the Bravo emoji and donation. Thank you for that. Thank you to Emma who says, 300 IQ question, can you be on the ground and in the sky at the same time? Well, yeah, I suppose if, you on, if you're laying on the floor of a plane, maybe that's probably what it is. Because when I say laying on the ground, I mean laying on the surface. Like if I was laying on the ground right here in my house, I'm upstairs right now but I wouldn't be actually on the earth ground. I'm just on the surface beneath me that I call ground. So you could do the same thing on the airplane, right? You can lay on the ground. You could lay in the aisle of the actual cabin. You could be on the ground, but you'll be in the sky technically because the plane's in the sky, but you're on the ground on the plane. I guess maybe I got the, the, the 80 IQ going on. I don't know what's happening Anyway, Thank you to Laura Catherine for the emoji thumbs up and a donation. I appreciate you. But that'll be it for that. We got calls on deck. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. That's a good one Rick Hempstead Hempstead says on the ground of a mountain. That's right. Yeah, Yeah. Climb Mount Everest. You could be up in the sky, I suppose. I mean, if you see clouds up there, I guess that's the sky. I mean, I've been on the ground. And in the sky, I guess, like, what is the sky? Defined sky. If I see clouds, is it the sky? You see what I'm saying? Like, I've been over here in Chattanooga, like on lookout mountain. You could be up on top of the mountain and be in the sky because you could see clouds beneath you, depending upon the day. Yeah. The floor identifying as the ground. There you go. You know, that's the floor. So is it it's the floor, the ground? I mean, what what is it? I don't know. If I'm laying on the ground, but there's a cave under me, is it still the ground? Now be getting esoteric. Not now be getting really deep into it. Philip Neri says, one man's floor is another man's ceiling, which makes no sense. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Because I've been in caves, like I've been Like, you got um, this cave out here called Ruby Falls. You could be on top of the cave, laying down. You're on the ground. It's on the mountain. But once you go up under the ground, there's a cave. You could be um, DuPont Circle, D.C. It's under the ground. You could lay on the ground, right? There's trees and everything else. You could lay in the ground. You could be playing with squirrels. You could lay on the ground, but under you, there's more ground. I suppose, right? You being on the ground is the ceiling of the underground structure. Dutch Shepherd says, "Am I celebrating holiday tomorrow?" Nah, I'm not. I, I'm a cooler on that one. That that ain't really my my speed. But if you are, I say hats off to you. Thank you to Amen Arts Five Twenty One who says, "On what grounds?" <laughs> So there we go. Them, them 300 the IQ questions. 3,000 IQ questions. All right. So let's go ahead and get to the calls. The number to call 434-658-1220. There's also an email for Skype in the description. If you want to use that, if it doesn't work properly, please don't blame me. Blame the white man because you know it's not my fault. All righty. The number to call again, 434-658-1220. Let's go ahead and get rocking and rolling. 918, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to?
9: Hey, what's up, baby? Uh, J.B. man, from the phone.
0: I hate them, buddy.
9: It's all good, man. What's
0: happening? Hey, not
9: a lot, man. I was still kind of recovering from my um, medical issues.
0: You sound you sound no, kinda I like you sound it. you sound kinda like garbled up. Like are you okay right now what's going on? No,
9: I'm good. I'm good, yeah. I feel good, I feel better. You know. I still got a little bit of pain in my le- in my leg. You know, but uh it's it's gotten better since I got that yeah. on. But I was listening to your show last Saturday, and uh, I didn't call in because I, I didn't feel too feel too good. But there was a gentleman that called in. That was talking on the uh, talking about seeds, you know, like Monsanto and you know all all the biggest seed producers. And I'll tell you what, man, like, you know, I was born in 1980, and I was very close to my grandpa, and I spent the weekends at his, him, and, and my grandma's house, you know, every weekend for, like, weeks, you know, and I was very close to him my grandpa you know you know he taught me how to drive a tractor I and mean, old tractors like from the 30s and 40s you know man. I, I, I got
0: you I got you man you, you, you don't sound real good right now so I got to let you go so let's try again tomorrow um, next time okay let's try again next time all right that's my man JB shout out to him he don't he don't sound too good right now hopefully he'll be okay next time yeah but I don't want to you know, he's a good caller. I don't want to have him out there and not in the best light. So hopefully he's he's better next time. But the number to call is four three four six five eight one two two zero. All righty Les, what's happening?
7: Hey Bill, how are you? Things
0: all right. Things are right. How about yourself?
7: Good, good. Um, so I wanna go ahead and um Comment of course, about this whole butt light thing. The damage has been done. I don't think they could ever recover. Um, yeah, no, I'm trying to think and I'm like, is there? No, there's no possibility. I think that's it. You know, the American people that are awake, um, we see right through everything. And this is the thing. It's what President Trump said. His infamous quote is go, woke, go woke, you go broke. So we're done with that one. Uh, <laughs> with the whole um, Desantis commercial, I thought it was very interesting. It was definitely funny. And ABL, ABL, if Desantis runs and he sticks to the whole um, running for president, ABL, I think I owe you some coffee or something because I don't know yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, it's I, gonna be, it's gonna be tough
7: yeah it would be but i did see i caught that what you pointed out exactly on the um ad on the advertisement Um uh, what is it sponsored by close friends of the something like that yes yeah so i caught that so that was, so i was like oh i don't know i don't know mm-hmm. um and then i want to go ahead and talk about um for all the victims of the shootings that you were covering uh today you know um my prayers are with them um, i'm sure everyone who watches your show as well you know um we send so much love and prayers to their families. And at the end of the day, I am still in favor of our Second Amendment. It's just a simple fact of when these guns are in the wrong hands, you already know what time it is with the wrong intentions. I mean, it's it, 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 that's unfortunately what happens. Um, guns don't kill kill people. The, the, the person behind that weapon with those bad intentions do. That's right. And... Last but not least, I want to go ahead and give that quick comment on that um, really triggering meme that you put up with the whole, um, was it the transgender, like, little, like, what is it, ambulance thing or something, like a truck telling the kid to go inside, basically the donkey? Yeah. Um, it's scary, but unfortunately, that's the truth. I mean, we've been seeing it, what, since COVID time, that's when they started really pushing this this nonsense. Um, and in reality, like the biggest, the the biggest advice I can give to any parent out there, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of parents can agree to this is the fact that, you know, protect your, protect your children. You know, we have to preserve the innocence as, as much as we can. Yes. Is there a time and an age where we have to eventually start talking about certain topics? Yes, of course. But if we can further preserve that, that, that innocence, why not? Let's do it. Um, but, um, ABL, I think right now in these times, we have to start really introducing the children to certain, to, to certain things at a very, depending on the age, a very minimal level, um, like such as, you know, telling your children, right, there's only two genders and that's it. I don't care what you hear out here. There's only two genders, things like that slowly. Unfortunately, it has to come down to that, but it is better for the children to hear it from home and being educated at home. than hearing it and being influenced outside of the home um and i just want to leave it with that note um the little patriots are all getting ready for bed so i apologize but they do say good night good night to everybody god bless everybody and we will see you next time
0: maybe you take care thank you for the call appreciate you (laughs) bye all right great call yeah it's gonna be interesting come uh, midterm time very very interesting to see how that whole thing goes for sure Alrighty 929 on the line. Who am I speaking to?
1: Tony, how you doing?
0: It's all good, man. What's happening?
10: Yes. uh, About about, the Chicago riots, I I mean, like, majority of them, like, almost of them. uh, (coughs) Majority majority of them are black. So I believe that I assume we have a problem a problem in these countries, and uh, I will say it is uh, a it is a black right. I I mean that it's like it gets out of, of the control right now, and also like uh, if you look at the two map, uh, the diversity map and also the crime also the map, right? You can see that majority of the crime, uh, uh, the majority of the crime uh, is uh, uh, is in the black uh is in the black resident area. I believe we, we have the problem here. And also yes. None not only that we also have burn some like illegal alien Come cross the border, so we really don't know who they are. Yes, majority of they commit high, high crime too. But, but that crime, is, is it include involving like human tra- trafficking trafficking, also they, they drug trafficking too.
0: So yes. Okay, was that was that it? You got more? Uh, yes, I got
10: more. Do you know Daniel Barry? No. Uh come on.
0: Dan- I- you say Daniel Berry? Who is that?
10: Daniel Perry. Uh Perry. I did tell you about the other time. Uh the the army The the army. The army right? Uh, who who used Second Amendment to defend himself against a BLM te- terrorist, right? uh
0: in the Dallas Texas Yeah so okay so there was it was it was a situation where he was in a, in traffic and then he was surrounded by people and then he used his gun to protect him, so we're talking about that guy right Yes Okay
10: I mean unfortunately that uh the gang uh convicted him guilty
0: Yeah but now they're trying to get um the governor to give him a uh, pardon right
10: uh yes uh they the Dakota uh, uh Albert right I mean the reason why he, the reason why he do that because uh many conservatives pushing him to do that and, and also why right now, i i um uh, i don't see any answer from him
0: from who From um, from the governor yes well I, mean,
10: I, I yeah well uh i mean that uh he, he only like let uh he only let let us know that he will like uh pardon him uh but then uh, there's no news
0: well yeah i mean we'll we'll see what that we'll see what happens with that hopefully he's able to get that done sooner than later. Well,
10: I mean, uh, and one reason I, I always wonder why uh, I really don't know why, like, conservative, like, uh, did not talk about much about that kind, which I mean, uh, Daniel period. I mean, uh, when the time kind of written how worse was, uh, when he be, uh, when he is, uh, uh Police with the murdered i, I mean the conservative are uh, they really uh work they really like woke up on the internet right and um uh, and also as uh, spreading the uh spreading the spreading the evidence to show that uh Kylewitt is a uh, uh Kyle kind of how uh it's a uh, innocent it's a uh, innocent who who defend himself. But, but I don't know why uh, they did not do the same thing uh, to help about uh, the Daniel
0: Perry situation. Well, it's not it's not a big of a story. And then I don't think people thought that he would actually get convicted by the jury. So it's just not a big of a story. And then the media blew that up on the left because they were looking at Calvary House as a murderer, all this and that, and the third. And then also um, there was a pretty clear video of what was going on with Cal Rittenhouse. House. It was just different, it was a different story because of how it unfolded. Um, what was happening at the time, it was just it was just different. The case was different. So that's why there were different reactions. But I got a few more calls on the line I'm gonna get to, man. Thank you for your call. I'll definitely appreciate you. Oh uh so
10: let go, Brandon, and the thought must flow. All
0: right, all right, now appreciate it. All right, shout out to the caller. And yeah, as the callers are saying, please change your smoke detector battery. Please change it. That beeping is your smoke detector battery. Change that. Okay. Don't don't let it just be beeping and get used to it like it's just background noise. Please change that. So if you hear me, my man, that just called, do that for me and that'd be fantastic. Uh,
10: So let go, Brandon.
0: 315, I don't know how my speaker to. Hey, JBL. I'm
4: not, I'm not leaving my name because uh, <laughs> you might be
0: getting yeah, listened to. You. But
4: anyway, um, I'm from upstate New York, and uh, I just want to say you, you're doing a great job. And uh, first of all, like, what do you think about, like, what's going on? Like, shouldn't we be up in arms? Like, we're just sitting back doing nothing. About what? <laughs> about everything. Like, the, the war in Ukraine, we got boots on the ground. We got people coming across our border. Like and we're just letting people come in here. Should I mean what, what? This is like an invasion, don't you think?
0: Well, I mean, what are we gonna do? Like, what? what like, what should we do rather than what we're I, doing right now?
4: I, I don't know. That's what I'm asking you. you <laughs> it's crazy. Like, I mean, we're well just sitting here letting things happen. Like, at, at like some what, point, what we do, need to do something. Like what though? I don't know. We need to band together and <laughs> stop listening to the media and. I mean, they're really like pitting everybody against each other. We really need to like love love each other, you know.
0: <laughs> well, I guess the first know, the first man. the first way to combat that would be to just to get the better information, and I think people are starting to do that. People are starting to turn off the television, they're going to alternative news sources, and they're just thinking differently. Uh, people are leaving a lot of these uh these these areas where a lot of the left is taking over, like California, uh, like San Fran, Los Angeles. <laughs> Chicago, New York City, they're leaving and they're starting to wake up. So that's probably the, a, a good first step. But you got to understand the average normie walking around, they have no idea what's going on. If you ask them about the Ukraine war or anything, they don't really know. So it's only a handful of like us how, that really, how do
4: you not know? It's crazy, because right? Because people like, don't really pay attention.
0: <laughs> they don't watch the news or anything. They don't really. The average yeah. person doesn't really know what's going on. Like, it's just not that because. People like myself and many others, we, this is what we do. We're into politics. We're into uh, stuff happening around the world. But the average person is not. They go to the job every day, take care of the kids, and that's it.
4: Yeah. Like I said, I'm from upstate New York. So, like, you can't even go to the city. New York, we used to go to the city all the time. Hang out, you know, try to find a good pizza place. I mean, now you can't even do anything. Look at the people on the subway. You can't even ride the subway. (laughs) crazy but man yeah you i'll let you go i'm sure you got more calls but yeah i mean people just need to wake up it's like how how, it's like so obvious right i'm with you all right man you're doing a great job everybody in the chat
0: have a good night thank you for the call man appreciate you all right shout out to the caller and let's go to 504 on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, ABL. It's Alien Spaceship. All right, man. What's happening?
2: All right. So um, even covering... Oh, you always do cover a of topics. But I wanted to talk about some of the stuff you covered. I think, you know, basically with the AI, you know, you're very right. It's very dangerous. And of Elon Musk and Steve Wozniak. Steve Wozniak was the one that built the Apple computer with Steve Jobs. They both signed something with a bunch of other people to get the government, to get the people to stop creating AI.
0: Oh, is that, is that what they did or did, was that what they were trying to do?
2: I think they did it. Now I could go back and look to make, to completely make sure, but I think it went, they did it because they were saying how it was too dangerous, the AI. And if it keep on advancing, it would get really bad.
0: Right, yeah, and that's kind of where we are right now, I suppose.
2: Yeah, because you see, you know, with, uh, you know, like the Terminator movie you're familiar with and different things like that, these things getting more and more intelligent, you could, you know, potentially have a situation like that at some point. And they're interviewing some a British guy, a, te- a technician person, um, a computer person, I want to say. And he was saying how, like, you know, if uh, these things keep on advancing, they might see us as a threat and try to get rid of us or not get rid of us. And we don't really know. And that doesn't really sound too good. And I remember there was a robot and it was saying that it wanted to kill all humans. So it is a scary thing what's going on. And I'm glad that you covered that. Right. Absolutely. Right. And you know, uh, uh, all we need is a trans AI. (laughs) (laughs)
8: Yeah.
2: We'll we'll see how that works. (laughs) Um, Also, yeah, with the guns, I think people are getting really paranoid because as you know, in 20, um, it was 2020, uh, when the riots happened and the, the economic crisis, a lot of people's stress levels are going up and yeah, with the gun violence. Yeah. You see, you know, my family, you know, was old fashioned They're, you know, in the guns and I was you know, taught about that, you know, and the gun isn't a toy and people shouldn't just shoot whatever they see. As you said, perfectly, you know, uh, these people just were not, I don't feel in my opinion that they were trained to use the gun properly. What do you think?
0: Yeah, people just not really training. They, they, they're too paranoid. It, it, they shoot unnecessarily. It's kind of itching to shoot. It's just, it's just weird. Yeah, and the CNN
2: thing, I, that, was, that got me really joked out. I remember it was like the guy with the AR-15, he was just pulling the trigger faster.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, just, just making up stuff. It's like, come on, people are going to watch this and break it down. Like They don't even really understand what's going on. Right. And then the shotgun, it was like, it's a
2: shotgun, but uh, uh, the mindless uh, sheeple will not know what that is.
0: Oh, yeah. No, they have like the average normie that has no gun interaction. They don't really understand what's going on. Right. And
2: also, I remember when you covered on RT, the
0: the, the Cleopatra
2: movie and the, uh, the one about the England one when you were on that new show and you did very well. And I'm glad you you know, kind of covered it again, but yeah, in Egypt, yeah, the people were, you know, there is black people and white people, but yeah, the statues do depict, you know, people with blue eyes, people with, uh, you know, very white features, and just all white people, you know, brown eyes, blue eyes, you know, different you know, colors and whatnot, and different hair colors, so a lot of the people in that region did have uh, like European features, so it would be wrong to say, especially Cleopatra and her heritage, I don't think she was the same African that you
0: are. Nah, she was a European, Greek and Macedo- Macedonian. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. It's just right. like, like you said, you had blacks and whites and whatever in Egypt because, you know, people would come there, but people would think mm-hmm. just because she was from Egypt that she was black. That's just not how it works.
2: Right. You know, because it's like with the, the the same thing we were just talking about a moment ago with the guns, it's like they're going to think that the guns, you know, that, that was an AR-15 and it was a shotgun. The same thing with that, you know, that you know there was a, a a like a european looking person and also like in uh, the middle east you know as you said there's white people like Muhammad was white you know and the you know the jews are white you know the arabs and jews they have white ones they have dark ones they have different variations and also i think the european people you know, they originated from the caucasus mountains and some parts of northern asia and some parts of india and they migrated into europe so yeah you know i'm glad that you pointed that out but then again it has to do with The woke stuff, the the liberals trying to uh, dumb down people and uh, cause more racist, uh, more racism. Now, why do you think they want to use black people
0: in everything? Because people it's like it's like a brand. So you're going to have a lot of a lot of your liberal people that think there's a bunch of oppression going on with black people Mm -hmm. and they see something like that going on. They're going to they're going to take notice. That That's kind of what's going on. It's not necessarily to try and attract blacks. It's trying to attract those that are on the outside looking in who think that they're doing something virtuous.
2: Yes, yes. That's a good explanation. Just like, you know, with Bud Light, you know, they were one moment they have the, you know, the, the trans lady and then they have the American commercial. And I don't know what their intentions are. But they just may be in it, I think, just probably in it for the money, and they're just trying to uh, clean up a mess they made.
0: That's what it sounds like, yeah.
2: Yeah, because it's like, you know, they're, you know these corporations and all, they just do stuff for money. I know about a couple of them, and they do woke stuff to get more profits, but then in the end, it doesn't work because people don't really like that. And that's what I think that whole thing is about. Like, all of this stuff is interconnected. And, um, you know, the dumb people, a lot of the you know, people that watch CNN, you know, they just gobble it up. And now do you now let's see. why do you think the, they use the blacks specifically? Now, you may have just answered that question. I know I just kind of said something like that. But why don't they use like
3: an Asian person?
0: Because they're not seen as the same. It, like the, the brand is about specifically black people. It's not about anybody else. So they've not created this brand of oppression around Asians or anybody else other than blacks. All right. All right. All right. Uh, thanks. Yeah, because, yeah, that makes sense. And,
2: yeah, I think it's uh, really messed up what the people are doing. And the, the one with uh, Pete that things showed us, yeah, that was really cringe. And, you know, those other stuff. And it's just a lot of things are getting really cringe uh, as time goes on. And, you know, I know there's going to be more cringe stuff that's going to come out. Now, before I end the call, um, what do you think of Spirit Airlines?
0: Spirit, I'm I'm not really, I don't know too much about them. I've never flown Spirit, so I don't know. Okay. Which ones are you going? Um, Delta. Usually Delta, because I'm not far from Atlanta. I used to fly from Atlanta. Delta, I've flown Frontier. Frontier was okay. Okay. I think I've flown United or American, one of those, but usually Delta. All right.
2: Okay. Um that's all I have to say for this call. Um thanks for taking
0: my call. Thank for the call man, appreciate it. Goodbye. Okay, yeah, it was American. I flew an American. Like if I got to go if I go to Charlotte, which is rare, like if I if I fly from here in Chattanooga, what'll happen is they'll try to send me to Atlanta, which is dumb because I can just drive there, be there in an hour and a half. I'd rather would drive to Atlanta and get a direct flight from Atlanta rather than leaving from Chattanooga. And flying to Atlanta to just fly from there, it makes no sense. It takes the same amount of time. Like, okay, I got to go to the airport here in Chat, which is all the way down. Like, you know, Charlotte for all of that. I got to go all the way down there. Then I have to wait the board, wait to take off, be in the air, land. By that time, I could have already just drove to Atlanta hour and a half I could park right there at the airport or park at a um a shuttle and just go to my destination direct flight because what happened is if I take off from here I can get it It can be a delay in Chattanooga and then now my whole trip is messed up because now I'm missing the flight in Atlanta it makes no sense or if I leave from here and then they take me to Charlotte then I gotta fly American from Charlotte but Atlanta, Atlanta is Delta because that's where Delta is headquartered but I flown um Frontier to Miami. It was okay. I was surprised. It was it was all right. They didn't have any kinda of like like you had to pay for snacks and stuff and it wasn't no it wasn't any in dash um thing like Delta has. But for the price, I mean it was good. I, I thought it was all right. So shout out to um shout, shout out to Frontier. Four or seven oh, you're online, I'm gonna speak it to.
1: I'm sick
0: and tired of smart guys. Hey, hey, AVL. Hey, it's Greg from Wild and Wacky Atlanta. How you doing, sir? It's all good, man.
6: I'm calling from the city where anything can happen at any time. You know how that goes? Absolutely. Yeah, that was Biden there. He's okay. tired of the smart guys because they make him look even dumber than he actually is. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, the whole Bud Light thing. I'm not going to say where I work because I don't want any assassination attempts. You understand what that's like, you know? So, right. Um, but we do, I do work for a store that does happen to sell alcohol and our, our Bud Light is uh pretty well stocked, <laughs> 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 but uh, I don't really don't think it's going to affect sales that much here. in wacky, uh, liberal Atlanta, because, uh, you know, they don't care about that. So if they support a lot, it's for it. So, There you go. So it's crazy. But anyway, it would be cool to see your face on a 40-ounce Budweiser. I'd buy that. (laughs) That'd be hilarious. APL APL light, you know? Right. (laughs) It'd be the straight beer. It'd be really cool. There you go. Anyway, yeah, it's really sad about all these shootings going on. I, I see what you said. In Alabama, the shooter was
0: a black guy that shot up to 28 people. It was two shooters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Were they both black guys or what? From what I saw, that's that's what I that's what I look that's what it looked like. It was two black guys.
6: Yeah, sadly, I mean, well, there you go. That's why it's not getting a lot of news coverage. If it was a white guy, it would get news coverage for the next six months, like uh, Dylan Roof back in June 2015. There was a Nigerian guy that shot up some people. I think it was about two, three, four weeks after the Dylan Roof shooting, and uh, that never got any any recognition in the news. So go
0: figure. Right. Of course. I mean, it's all all about a narrative. That's, that's all it is. If, if the narrative can't get spun, then they kind of ignore it to the best of their ability. Sure. These days it's about blame Whitey and blame the guns too. At the same time, use
6: race and violence to get the guns banned. It's sad that they have to exploit tragedies, you know, to, to advance their selfish agenda. But you know, Rob Emanuel said, uh, I don't know, about seven years ago or so, never let a a crisis go to waste. So that's pretty pathetic. Anyway, so I don't have too much for you tonight. But uh, anyway, Biden wants to say one more thing. Okay. All
1: right.
6: Anyway, man, have a good night. Be
0: safe and be careful when you come to Atlanta. All right. Will do, man. Thank you for the call. Appreciate you. Talk to you next Wednesday. Thanks. See you. Bye. All right. Great call from my man. Shout out to him. Thank you all for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these internets. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That helped me out tremendously. 859, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, is It's me, Joshua, at Lexington, Kentucky, my friend. How's it going? I've been watching the show. A- everything's all good, man. How about yourself?
1: I-, I have a question for you, and this is how I feel about this. And you may agree with me, disagree with me on this. And to me, yeah, these activists, these antifa thugs, they will say the most racist, most bigoted things to the people, but yet they're fighting against racism supposedly. And I think it's really irritating. I think conservative organizations and conservative like news, or even like this news in general, should just literally just call these people a racist hate group. But they're on the left. God forbid they're not. Oh, oh, they're they're kissing butt to the DNC. Oh, they're not racist supposedly, but yet they say racial slurs at people who disagree with them. I I just don't get it. You know, and you probably experienced this yourself before. I've seen videos of them harassing uh, Kansas Owens and me and you. I'm a libertarian Luciferian. You're a Christian conservative. We don't agree on a lot of things, but they will both label us fascist. This is the hypocrisy of their uh, ideology. And my question is, would you agree with me of labeling them as a a racist hate group?
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, just to clarify, I'm not a Christian. So this is, I'm just, I'm just like a regular person. I'm not, I'm not religious. Just to, just to put that out there, but
7: uh,
11: yeah,
0: yeah, (laughs) it's all good. But um, they should be considered a a, a racist or racial hate group because I mean, that's what they do. They they engage in racism, and they hate. Um, When I say anything that they don't like, the, the end is the first thing they say right away. And, and all kind of racial stuff, all kind of just racial overtones, it's what they do all the time. And it's just like, okay, we, we can't call it for what it is. It's just like the whole thing with the whole trans and drag queen story time. It's like, okay, you get a bunch of fully grown adult men dancing around halfway naked in front of children. What do we call that? I mean, it's pretty obvious. Yep. They want, to call it, like they want to call it everything else other than what it obviously is. And it's, it's kind of ridiculous. But,
1: but give this ABO, if, I, if, I, if I'm bisexual, if I call that shit out, if I call that stuff out, oh, I'm a sellout or oh, I'm fascist. It's just, it's like, really, really? That's insanity, you know? And they harass Blair White, of all people, calling her fascist. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it's insanity.
0: Right, right on, I'm with you.
1: I mean, I mean, you gotta at least like tell me a story of like come across with these idiots before. Just like tell me the most craziest story you ever, you know, the most crazy incident you ever deal with these people. I'm just out of curiosity.
0: I've not had anything happen to me like in real in real life in person. It's just like a bunch of online threats, you know, right? The racial well, stuff. Well, I mean, it's it's not it's nothing really major. It's always the same thing. You you say something online and then they comment a bunch of n words and stuff like that. Yeah, you get it on get it on my website, was- like, huh?
1: They're a bunch
0: of cowards, man. Yeah, yeah. They don't do anything yeah. to me in person. Like, I, I go everywhere. I, you know, I travel a lot. I'm always around. You know, um, they'll, they'll stare at me. Like, I was in New York um, some years ago in the airport, and I had on the MAGA hat. This is, like, maybe 2016, 2017. And it was a group of people. It was, like, three white people. They had on, like, black turtleneck sweaters for some reason. All of them. It was... A woman and two men, they all had on black turtleneck sweaters for some reason. And they were all white. They were just staring at me with like a blank expression, but they didn't say a word. So I'm just like, I didn't understand what was going on. I was like, Oh, I forgot I got a MAGA hat on. That's all they're gonna do is look at you at the most, but beyond that, they won't say a word to you.
1: Yeah, they're cowards. And, but they're but they're but they're in but if they're in large groups, they bully on one person if it's like a mob of people, like a mob of teenagers and stuff like that. And, and get this, they're like Caucasian, like middle class, uh, or like you know, college professors' uh, kids, you know, and and they have enough nerve to to you know harass Kansas Owens. And I have a I have some disagreements on Kansas Owens, but just because I might have an argument with her or a disagreement, I don't. Oh, I don't I don't throw down the word Uncle Tom. That's see you can you can still talk evolve and start talk about politics or, or different disagreements without bringing race into it, but they bring it in. And I'm like, what? I don't know where I could talk about finance and my viewpoints on, you know, the free market and stuff like that. And, and there's like, oh, you, you must be a white supremacist racist. And I'm like, what? Where does this come from? <laughs> it's insanity. Like, they try to justify a fat phobia as white, na- as white nationalism. And I'm like, what are you talking about? What kind of world do you live in? This is insanity. It is. They are so obsessed with race. It's just, that's, that's all they live and breathe. Like it's, I mean, it's, it's, I, I, I mean, in a way I kind of feel bad for them because it's just, it's just a mental illness and they're and their insanity. Like they call Trump a white, a white nationalist, but they ignore the stuff that Joe Biden said.
0: I mean, and, uh, right on man. Well, I thank you for the call. I definitely appreciate you. Hey man, much love, man. We got me and you gotta hang out Lexington sometimes, man. You seem like a cool dude, you know? Right on, man. I appreciate you. Thank you for your call. See you later, bro. Bye. All right, now. All right shout out to the caller. Eight six oh, you don't hey, lie who I'm speaking to.
1: Hey man, it's up and a Ranger Xbox. How you doing, brother?
0: It's all good, man. What's happening?
1: Oh, uh, let me turn the speakerphone on.
0: Uh was that CJ? Um
1: Oh, uh, the young man from Texas. Black man. Was that him talking to you earlier? It sounded like him. I don't know. It sounds like him. Uh, he's got a rap song, too. It's pretty good. Uh, but anyway, uh, man, what a crazy world we got going on, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a whole lot happening now, uh, for sure. Yeah, almost like they're following a blueprint. But uh, I got a suggestion for a story for you. And... Uh, it, they're not, you'll never see it on national news, but out in California, there's teachers union retirees. One 74-year-old lady is sold by her pension fund from the union that she owes $74,000. So I think they need to spend less time worried about genders and a little bit more time worried about that racist mask. And these teachers are white. <laughs> California, what can I say? Yeah. Got to keep our priorities. <laughs> Absolutely. But you might want to look into that. Uh, about the that poor young man that got shot knocking on the wrong door. Uh, I got a different little take on that, if you would, sir. All right. I blame it on the psychological warfare played by our government and the media to constantly bombard people's TVs with black violence, you know, destroying Walmarts, destroying gas stations. And this old man, you know, he's feeble. He, you know, I don't know if he's racist or not. He should have never shot through the door. Absolutely not. But he was—he's over eighty years old. Is he? Re- should he really be at home off? <laughs> there comes that time in life, you know. But uh, but I blame the media more than anything else, uh, for all of it, for the way they're allow and the biggest problem in America. And this is all boils down to what we need to tear down and rebuild is our education system. We need to get rid of these damn, excuse my language, these communists out of our school systems and out of these colleges. We need to defund all the public colleges until they're gone you know, my three year old daughter knew what she was at three years old. I didn't have to tell her, you know, a snake doesn't need to know whether or not it's male or female and doesn't spend all day worrying about, it. I don't care what this person's sexual preferences are. I, it doesn't affect my bills. One bit you do you buttercup, but here's the thing on woman's day. Did you hear what the UN announced? No. The UN and please do a show on this ABL announced that the world needs to decriminalize pedophilia. Now what was I explaining two years ago there by kind of like mm, put this guy a little half bubble off plum. But Woman's Day, the UN announced they want the world to decriminalize pedophilia. They want to normalize sex with children. In Canada. Guess which demographic they're harvesting the most organs from.
0: Which uh, would that be?
1: Teenage suicides. Mm. And remember when I said that about a year, year and a half ago, what their end goal was? It ain't hard to figure this stuff out. I spent three years in a three-star general's headquarters and charged three countries worth of nuclear missiles. You know, they have a intelligence department, you know. Always messing with the Russians. <laughs> and, uh, those, uh, the last time I called, those, uh, 28 kids had been shot at the birthday party. And that one boy had a promising, promising career in football, you know, going off to college. And they all look like good looking, good kids, you know. And, uh. Nobody was talking about it. It was like, don't they know 28 people for dead? And then there you are for 48 hours. You didn't hear a peep about it. And you're hardly hearing anything about it now.
0: Right, exactly.
1: And uh, But this all starts with lying about our history. You and I are both from Virginia. And uh, here's my question. If Robert E. Lee was such a horrible person, such a monster, why did all those just now freed black slaves and Yankees allow statues of him to be built? That's just a question I'm asking because my forefathers, and I'll end with this, five of them fought for the Ohio Volunteers to end slavery for the Union Army. So I'm just wondering, do they get like a discount coupon on the reparations and stuff? You know, uh, how do we play this? You know, I've never heard anybody say thank you because they actually picked up guns and went shot and killed people to end slavery. And that's about brutal and serious as you can get about, you know, a political argument. And I'll leave you with that, brother. God bless. Take care. Let's try to get our country back. And we need to end the U.N. The United Nations need to be kicked off U.S. soil. We are not a nation of pedophiles. And I'll end with that, brother. God bless. Take care.
0: Thank you for the call, man. Appreciate you. Bye. All right. Shout out to man for the call. Let's go to 360. You don't line I'm speaking to speak it to you.
1: Uh, Jennifer.
0: All right. Can you hear me well?
1: Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Um, I just wanted to say you're sexy, and when are you gonna make it only
0: pants? Okay, <laughs> that's 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 a neutral right there. I've not had that one. <laughs> that's 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 definitely a new one. Wow, that was crazy. <laughs> All righty, let's go ahead and move right along here. Let's go to. All right, it's Craig. Call whom I speaker to. Oh,
11: well, hello. Hi, Abiel. Danny from the UK. How's it going?
0: Everything's all good, man. How about yourself?
11: Yeah, everything's good, man. Thanks again for taking my call. Thank you. No problem. Yeah, I just want to talk about the DeSantis advert. If that's cool. Oh, sure. Yeah, man. It's just yeah, it's really refreshing and it's really good to see. Um, it's good that there's a bit of comedy involved as well because uh, um. You know, it can attract more of an audience, kind of, kind of. You know what I mean? When it, when it's got, when it's comedy involved.
0: Yeah, a- absolutely. You know, it's not so serious, not so just heavily political. You know, it can get everybody involved, and they, c- they can see what's going on, but in a comedic way. Absolutely.
11: Yeah, because sometimes you think, oh, you know, what, what, what's the best method to, to combat all this? And uh, yeah, sometimes it, it can, you know, I mean, it, you know, the, the, this sort of topic can trigger me quite a bit, and I'm pretty sure it triggers a lot of us, and. um sometimes it's difficult to control yourself and you're like, you know, how, what's the best way to combat it? And I guess sometimes commercials, advertisements and have a, a comedic effect can, uh, can, can reach a larger audience, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, these, these men just, uh, I think enough is enough now of this stuff in it. I mean, they've had their fun men. These men need to go back into male sports and, um, and uh, hopefully we can forget about all this and and move on i mean because because the, the thing is again it's you know if he wants to carry on calling himself whatever he wants have long you know long pink hair wear makeup wear women's clothing and that's that okay that's your life but i'm sorry sir but you was born a man you know in a man's body so I'm, um, but so you're gonna have to compete with other men it's just that simple i mean otherwise well then tough otherwise you're not gonna compete in any sports then right exactly yeah I mean um yeah so uh yeah what was I gonna say uh yeah so that's pretty much it for that I mean uh cause i've i've and I've been researching I've been looking and I still haven't found a um a trans male going into male sports and dominating I still haven't found it
0: they <laughs> they're, they're not they're not gonna do it because they don't have an advantage you know it's, it's only the biological men that go and compete against women cuz they know they can go dominate it's like you could beat Leah Thomas when Leah was William and competing as a man for years on the men's team he was subpar at best then he becomes Leah and then he dominates the women that's 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 the whole the whole game they play yeah exactly i mean um you know you, you when you watch you know debates
11: regarding this issue you, you never hear any, anyone say, oh, I, what about the trans males going into that? You, you never, ever hear someone bring it up. And I think it should be brought up more because it, it actually cements the point of the, the whole physicality of why, you know, in physical sports, why it actually matters if you're a man or female. And um, I think it should be brought up more. Every single debate, people should bring that up and say, can you can you name me one example? And and no one is going to be able to give that person the example of it because it's, it's not happened and it never will because of the, the anatomy and physiology of the, of the
0: male, right? Exactly. That, that is 100% correct.
11: Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm just I'll be quick on this one. Um, the civil rights activist. I mean, that's a civil rights activist. I can actually get behind. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> right, right on. Yeah, he, he was right on point.
11: Yeah, I liked, um, I, the, the, the thing about these topics like reparations and, and the slave trade and stuff like that, you know, people always just want to touch on the, the just the, the basics and just, yeah, just let's just talk about the few. I, I like to, you know, if you're going to talk about these subjects, you have to talk about it, like, you know, in depth. You have to really break it down and, and go through it properly, like as you did earlier with the reparations and, you know, who gets it, how is it going to get funded? And what if you go through your ancestry and it just so happens that, Someone in the family was a slave owner. Do you have to now pay the money? You know, and you just go through it and it's like never ending. You're never going to be able to figure it out.
0: And people know that the people that are at the top that could do a thing like this, they know that, which is why they're never going to do it.
11: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, an example with my niece at school and she's at secondary school now, she's 12 years old. And, you know, they're, they're teaching about, you know, the slave trade and stuff. She asked me questions and stuff like that. And I sort of discussed, well, do they teach you, when they teach you slaves, do they teach you as a whole, you know, like, you know, like, you know, different cultures, different, um, you know, g- generations of slavery, different you know, around the world and stuff like that. And she goes, no, they just teach us about the African-American slave trade. And, and she literally has no clue. She just thought that it was just black people who, who have been enslaved by white people. And this is the problem again with this, with, this, with, with education is they don't want to teach people, you know, it, it, on a whole they kind of only want to teach one point to it. And, I, and I, I kind of confused me of why would they only want to teach that black people were, were slaves and white people slave owners and nothing else? There's, there must be a reason, right?
0: Yeah, of course. As, I mean, you know, you got people that just want to push a particular narrative. That's, that's the whole thing. Push oppression is a, you know, a, a thing.
11: Yeah. And um, yeah. And uh, sorry, I'll be quick as, sorry, one thing, I, have you seen um, an interview with Bill Maher and, um, uh, Oh, that British journalist, I should know his bloody name. I'm from, I'm from um Piers Morgan. Have you seen the interview of him?
0: I don't think I have seen that. Is it
11: recent? Is it new? Yeah, it was a recent one. I think he went on the Bill Maher show and he done an interview with him afterwards. And I'll just be quick, but um that Bill Maher guy really boils my blood. I mean, um he, he's so ignorant. It's just it's just amazing. I mean, for someone of his stature, you'd think he'd be a, 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 but he was talking they talk about Trump again and about you know he's trying to compare Biden to Trump and now Biden's a bit more of a stable president and he's doing good things and you know we we, ne- we needed someone more stable stable you know more stable than Trump because he tried he performed the coup and uh he was talking about how we you know the whole him denying the election and and not and, and Piers Morgan didn't even question him once and I'm like do these, do these people not know what a coup is what insurrection do these people not know that Hillary Clinton and all these other Democrats said that Trump stole the election. And what would you think the whole Russia collusion was about? I mean, it, what's wrong with these people, ABL, man?
0: You know, they, they, have, they have their marching orders. They have a narrative to, to push, and they're going to do it regardless. It doesn't matter. Like, you could tell them that water is wet. They'll deny it if it means that they got to protect their political people. That's how they operate.
11: Yeah, I mean, has Bill Maher seen the latest footage that was released? Um, I can't remember who released it, uh, but you know, the, the 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 insurrect or the so-called insurrection footage—the one that who the released it—has he, has he seen the latest footage?
0: I'm, I'm guessing probably not. Um, maybe he has, maybe he hasn't. But again, it doesn't matter. Like, you can show these people all the all the facts and everything that you want. They're still going to, if they if they really want to just have that narrative be the narrative, they'll go with it regardless. It doesn't even matter what facts and figures you provide
11: yeah no you're probably right i mean it just every time i see him it's like, yeah he, def- he he's kind of some people try to defend him because he goes against the woke stuff and, and 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 sports and stuff like that but every opportunity he still tries to you know get at trump and he's still so ignorant of all the facts regarding all that and it's just uh i don't know if you'd want to cover it but yes yeah, again it is pretty much the same old thing really in it with these people they're just smug white liberals man that's pretty much really what it is Right on, man. All right. Well, sorry, don't want to take up too
0: much time. Thanks again for your call. Great show. Take care, mate. Thank you. Thank you for the call, man. Appreciate you. Thanks. Bye bye. All right. Shout out to the caller. Great call. I'm reading some of the chat. Uh, somebody said something about the woman king. I guess maybe did I do a video about the woman king, and maybe I was saying some things that weren't true in it. I don't. I don't know. Y'all let me know. Y'all, y'all fill me in. I'm, no, I'm I'm reading some of your side comments, but I can't see everything that's going on. All right. To to what we can do.
3: ABL, it's your retired Chicago police officer friend. Uh, first of all, ABL, I'd like to ask you to stop. Please stop sending me emails about the Nigerian uh, investment. I know it's you, ABL. I know it's you, ABL. Please stop. Um, and then the thing about the, the commercials with Bud Light and all that. Here's the thing. Everybody knows that corporations are scumbags. And they just go for the money and they use advertising to to try to win customers and, they try to make calculations on what will get them more customers and they made a big blunder here and I would love to see the comedy that's happening in the boardrooms right now and in the meetings with with their ad executives and all that how they messed up and now what can we do to what can we do to try to, to correct this mistake we already you know we already fired Johnson that did the campaign we fired him and now What can we do? Well, number one, let's raise the American flag. And that's what they did in that commercial. And, you know, it's better that corporations stay in the background politically because when they reach out to try to go with any kind of thing, you know, Remember, most of the people of those corporations, they're they're stockholders. You know, most of those people are Republicans. They're just going after the money and they're trying to figure out, you know, what's the popular, what's blowing in the wind today and let's go towards that. Oh, it's the hippie era. Maybe we'll get their, you know, loyalty. Oh, this, oh, that. So that's the way corporations run themselves. Plus, to say nothing of the conglomerates, how these corporations are owned by bigger corporations, Nabisco, and there's that map of, of products uh, under you know these these big conglomerate corporations that you know are their own entity, but they're a, a bigger part. Now, here's the real reason I called ABL, because I'm a little shocked that you didn't do, maybe you didn't have time, that you didn't do a weekly video on the Chicago violence. It you, know, you might not have had time to do it. But this is an important thing. They weren't protesting anything. They, you know Kids came downtown and flooded into downtown, and then mob violence you know, you know, began. And once you had that mob mentality... There's going to be people that are just down there for the excitement. Then there's those kids that are down there to wreak havoc and break windows. Then there's that smaller sect that are starting to actually attack people. Here's the thing about crime and violence. And hear me out on this, everyone. I know about it a little bit about it. Once you show weakness and people start to wreak violence actual harm on other people it's hard to get control of that without using violence and now the police cannot use violence to control these violent violent people it's the same with the military abl you try to show strength and then you have a cold war with russia you don't have to go into a war but once somebody has no fear of you anymore and you show weakness and they attack you, now there's no way to defend yourself against them except with violence. It's either violence or, or total surrender. That's what it becomes, violence or total surrender. This is what happened in Detroit, ABL. You know, once the industry went away from Detroit, and the crime really started to, you know, these policies, these democratic policies or leftist policies uh, sink into these places. What happens is the, the violence takes over and then people, victims and potential victims just move out and it's total surrender. It's surrender to the violence and it's happening here in Chicago because the only way now to get control of the violence is with violence. And that's a sad thing. And people, the country is not ready for law enforcement or military to come in and control the violence. That happened for only a few weeks during the Martin Luther King riots, where it got so bad you had to have the National Guard come in. And that hasn't happened here yet in Chicago. But the only way now to get it, you you went past the point of no return. You went past the point of no return. There's always going to be a segment of society that are going to be violent and crazy. But you have enough of a police force to control that. But once you let it go and they become bigger than you, there's no way to to control it or, or set it back without violence, without controlling the violent people. And that's, you don't want to get to that point. That's how these Democrats mess it up because they don't realize what their policies are doing. ABL, thanks for letting me have all this time to talk about that. I think it's important. I think you should do a show, at least on on what's happening in Chicago, because it's happening around the country. And where the Democrats are at, it's
0: going to continue to happen. Thanks for listening to me, brother. Thank you for the call. I appreciate you. All right, great call. Fan- fantastic call. And thank you all for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these internets. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. All right. And I'm to 857.
8: Hey, what's going on, BL? Hey man, it's gonna be really quick. I saw the video uh, that you posted about the civil rights uh, activists about reparations. Uh huh. Okay, so how many times I gotta tell you that two-parent household or one single-parent household or poverty or or theft or or incarceration have nothing to do with reparations. What? Have, what, what is the connection of that and the violation of the Fourteenth Amendment through through um, the uh, uh, what do you call it those laws that were in the South? I just forgot it. Uh, the the uh, Jim, Crow? Jim Crow laws. What okay. they have to do? What what they have to do with that? I, I
0: don't know what you're talking about.
8: So we have Jim Crow laws in the in the 1919 way, right? That's when they started Jim Crow laws. I think after after slavery.
0: Yeah, Jim Crow laws went now. So
8: when they have the Jim Crow laws, they were a violation of the 14th and the 15th Amendment for those who were subject to those laws, that were black people. And they were subject to those laws all the way to the 60s, 1968, 1972, depends where, where in, the, in the south was. And they have to move off north. If the, if the government fails to protect them under the Constitution, they are entitled to a repair, and the repair should be monetarily. What that has to do with poverty, single-parent household, and all this garbage that the civil this stupid guy was talking about? Can you explain that to me?
0: Well, I don't, I don't like the question that you ask, I'm not really sure what you're talking about. Like, it, be more specific. Okay, so the okay, so the guy, the,
8: the guy that you posted the video, uh-huh. the civil Ryan, okay, he was talking about that we should not get reparation because we have a single-parent household we have crime we have poverty we have all these problems is that correct that's what we say right
0: well no i think that he was talking about a lot of different issues and he was talking about that as well because if the if, those wait, excuse me excuse me i'm not, i'm not done violation? excuse me i'm not done talking sir you ask me a question me answer it i think he was talking about is if we're trying to solve problems then the money is not going to be the answer regardless Like, you got to look at some other things that are happening if you're trying to solve problems. So that's a separate issue from reparations. Reparations is difficult because you don't really know who's going to be entitled to it, who's going to pay. It's all kind of unanswered questions that come about as a result.
8: Okay, there's a lot of people that, 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 well, um, that I made out books about that, that wrote books about that. Dr. Clara Anderson wrote a book, two or three books about that. Let the experts solve that problem. Stop coming in every time that we talk about reparations. Stop saying, oh, we got two parent also, one single parent, crime, blah, blah, blah. That has nothing to do with what they did to those black people in the 1800s, in the uh, 1908. I mean, mean, if I could go through the list of violations that they did to them, and they're entitled to compensation, period. The rest is garbage. The rest, okay, one single parent also, white people have the same problem. Why they are, you know, there's a, uh, these symbols? that's the reason that black people cannot move ahead. Because we have these people
0: that they pay them to say these things. So you said that... We got sellout, these sellouts. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. So you say whites, whites got the same problem we have, a single-parent household, but you just also said that blacks can move ahead. So is it the same problem or not the same problem? Which one is it?
8: But that has nothing to do with reparation. I'm uh, going okay. back. So, wait, excuse is, me, excuse look, let's, me, let's, excuse me, let's,
0: let's, sir, excuse me, sir. So... Mm-hmm. We are held back. We're not doing well. In what areas are we not doing well? You you just said that, so I'm just break, trying to I'm trying to break that down.
8: Regardless, we're doing well or it's, not doing answer, well. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Accepted. Excuse
0: me, sir. Ask you a question. Please answer. The question was, you said we're not doing well. In what ways are we not doing well? You said we're being held In back. In many ways. Excuse In me. Excuse ways. me. Excuse me. Not done. Just let me finish it. Then you answer. Okay. You said that okay. we're not doing well. We're not. You, you said that we're having problems. So what? What are we facing? What are the issues? Be And be specific, please.
8: Well, I mean, we have social issues. I mean, that, that, that they are part of the responsibility of black people. Be,
0: be specific, though. In be, truth. be specific.
8: Yeah, well, if, if, if we are problem with incarceration, that people should not commit crimes so they don't go to jail. Uh, yeah,
11: yeah.
8: And if people commit do certain things, but that has
0: nothing to do with reparations, number one. So, number so, two. so, so the problem Why so wait, that, sc- sc- wait, wait, excuse me. So you answered the question. Incarceration, and you said that we shouldn't commit crimes to go to jail. So I don't understand how that's us being held back and anything like that. that you, just excus- you just you just said I, I, you. I'm asking you what you said. You said that we have issues and we're being held back, and then I asked you to be specific. You said incarceration, and then immediately you said, "Well, we shouldn't commit crime to go to jail." So I'm I'm just trying to have a I'm having a hard time figuring out what we're suffering from that this money would fix. Please please answer. But the money has... Not,
8: okay, let me, let me help you out. Let me help you out. Let me help you understand. Okay. 9-11 victims. The 9-11 funding bill was passed a couple of years ago, four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. Billions of dollars for 9-11 victims. You know until what time the money is going to run out? You know the year? No. 2093. Most of those victims will be dead. Why are we paying until 2093 when they already got billions of dollars before? There are some
0: of these guys that already have the homes paid. So are, are we comparing? Uh, uh, no, are, no, a, no, wait, no, Excuse me excuse, to, me, excuse me, excuse you me. Let me. Me. me just t- me. excuse me, sir, sir. No, 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 no. I'm going to just mute you so you could just not talk. How about that? So
5: are you comparing?
0: Sir, excuse me. I got to ask a question. You can't just overpower the show. I can just hang up on you and just talk about you, or you could just be here for a little while and just cooperate. Which one you want to do? Anyway, as I was saying, well, Foster, anyway, gonna... as I was saying, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just mute and then I'm gonna ask. And if you're listening, you listen. If you're not, you're not. But here's the question: Are we comparing the 911 bill to reparations? Are we comparing giving money to those people who are still living right now today to those who have been dead for a hundred years? Are we talking about that?
8: Well, we can't. Comp- we can't. We could compare them. We could compare it because
0: so, how do you compare a thing for people that are living right now today? They experienced it just 20 years ago. How are we comparing a thing? People that are living right now today that are experiencing it compared to 100 years ago, where everybody's dead. There's no, there's no more slaves at all that are that were around in the 1800s. They're all dead. But 9/11 victims are still alive and kicking. So, how are you going to compare people that are alive versus those that are dead? I don't understand.
8: So, what about those who leave it on the? What about who live it on the Jim Crow laws?
0: Okay, Jim Crow laws. Now now we're moving to goalposts. Is it about reparations for slavery or discrimination? For Which everything. It? To be for
8: everything. So, uh, go so, for the so, so now
0: we're now, now we moving to goalposts because originally it's about slavery. Now it's about Jim Crow laws. Now it's about things like that. So now we're talking about something else. So did whites now also live, live under those same laws? Discrimination was this, a two-way street. This, excuse this, me. This, excuse this, me. This, you keep, excuse me. It was a two-way street for discrimination. You had to go to an all-black school and an all-white school. You couldn't be a white and go to a black school and vice versa. You couldn't be a white and go to a black restaurant and vice versa. It was a two way street. So that's a goalpost that shouldn't even really be moved. Stick to the script, stick to the subject. Audience, you need to defend the. the- I, it's just, it's the truth. Am I lying? Am I. Until, am, no, am I am excuse, excuse me, excuse me. The question is, am I lying? Yeah, well, you Yes are or no? Because- excuse me, yes or no? You are lying. Let me I'm, let me I'm lying. You. You so me to so whites were not discriminated against as well. It wasn't it wasn't, you, it, wasn't gonna, you gonna, it, it wasn't a white only place and the black only place?
8: Yeah, it was all black only place. So, so that excuse means me, you excuse get me, excuse me. sir, 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 excuse me, sir, property, sir, sir excuse
0: me excuse me. Was it a white only place in the black only place? Yes. Oh, so so I'm saying the same so we talk talking about the same thing. Now now no, you no, want it now now you're moving the goalpost to redlining. Which is a thing that goes on right now today. It's called a credit score. It's the same thing. So are, are credit scores racist? Are, no, credit scores, are, are credit scores racist? It's the same thing. It's no difference because they knew if you're living in a certain area, you had a low chance of being able to pay a loan back. It's a bank. They don't care nothing about getting money. And on top of that, there were black banks back then. So why couldn't a black bank give a black person the loan? Huh? Okay. I, I got it. It's black banks too. So, so excuse me. Why couldn't a black bank? It's give a, excuse me, excuse me, sir, 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 sir. The GI Bill. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Why couldn't a black bank give Do a black? Excuse me. Answer the question or hang up. From some, a, answer the question or hang up. How about that? You ready? Uh, why? Excuse me. Why couldn't a black bank give a black person a loan back then? A the black bank because black, well, there were not too many black
8: banks. No, 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 they no, no no, 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 no,
0: no, 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 no. The question is. Why couldn't a black bank give a black person a loan back then? They, they will give it to the black person. All right, then. So what are we talking about? Good night, sir. Um, good night, sir. Have a have a good night. We don't got all night. You've been on like 10 minutes anyway. Have a good night. All right. That'll be a wrap for me. I'm actually right at the end of my show, right at 11 o'clock. It's a good timing. Shout out to Ivan. He's a good sport, but you've been on the phone for too long. I got to go. You guys have been fantastic. Thank you all for being here. I will see y'all again on Saturday, live on the show at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we end right around 11 on Saturday. I'm making pre-recorded videos all throughout the week. I'll be trying to do three videos a day throughout the week. That's my my target. We'll be at a million subscribers very soon here. Thank y'all again for uh, for uh for watching, for sharing, for doing whatever you can. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I couldn't do it without your heart emoji right there. Alrighty, so, um, <laughs> mic drop. Yeah, shout out to the. If I could drop the mic right there, I drop it. But thank y'all for being here. You guys have been a great audience tonight, the best audience anywhere on these internets. Um, shout out to all the mods for keeping the trolls, nights nice in check. Thank you for uh, watching, retweeting, super chat, and whatever. I thank you for that. Couldn't do it without you. Now I got a few more super chats. I'm gonna read right here. Then I wrap it on up. Put the bow clean on top. Um, thank you to Bow Health Incident Report who says. God bless you, sir. I'm talking percent black. Am I black? No, you're not. Thank you to Tam for handing out 10 ABO memberships. I appreciate you. And thank you to Tam for the laughing emoji with the donation. Thank you to Xbox, who says home equity loans are near impossible to get. Thank you to Xbox, who says to one secure document in Washington is Epstein. And thank you to your mother was a hamster for the keep it up working out emoji. You guys are fantastic. I will see you guys again. Next time live on Saturday. And of course, tomorrow I'll be back with more pre-recorded videos. If you have any tips, you can email me at 434-658. That's my, that's my number. <laughs> you can email me at contact at anthonyblogan.com. Again, contact at anthonyblogan.com for the email. The email is always on the website, as is. Rest of my contact information, do not get scammed by the Nigerian scammers. Do not get scammed. That'll be a wrap for me. So until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.